everybody, and welcome to another episode of You Can't Scare Me. I'm Bob, aka Dumbass, and with me is Mario. What's your nickname, Mario? Uh, it's me, Mario. I'm the cool ghoul who's everybody's pal. Oh my god, I fucking love that <laughs> And here's Rachel, whose nickname is... Fatso the Princess. Yes, perfect. <laughs> See, we all have nicknames, because as everybody knows, nicknames are always a term of endearment, no matter what they are. Mm-hmm. It's true. Welcome to episode two of You Can't Scare Me. Today, we are going to talk about Stay Out of the Basement, or as R.L. Stein uh, pronounces it in uh, the audiobook, Stay Out of the Basement. Hello, I'm R.L. Stein. Stay Out of the Basement. Stay out of the basement. Stay out of the basement. It has the same inflection of bada da boopy. <laughs> Stay out of the basement. Is it really him on the audiobook? Oh, yeah. Yeah, at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh. You can tell because he sounds like he hates your guts. <laughs> he, he basically says, hey, I'm R.L. Stein. <laughs> it sounds exactly like he does in the show. It's amazing and incredible. Oh, and you kids it. out there listening. Hmm. stay off my lawn (laughs) (laughs) so as a special treat for this episode mario wants to talk about something near and dear to his heart the 90s it's right that's history it's history as we say in the in the uh land of history i don't know Mm -hmm. so um i thought it'd be fun to talk about what was the world like when these books were released and um say the basement was released in july of 1992 i would have been three (laughs) 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 have you some math there so uh what was culture like in 1992 well batman returns came out in june the best christmas movie ever made and i might say the best batman movie ever made oh absolutely Uh, i wasn't allowed to watch it it's very scary my parents wouldn't let me watch it because it was so scary it's very scary video games uh spanky's quest came out in 1992 (laughs) what hell yeah (laughs) hell yeah Uh, what the hell is that i just have that in all caps spanky's quest there's sonic the hedgehog 2 wolfenstein 3d Alone in the Dark. Oh, boy. (laughs) Night Trap. Incredible. Mortal Kombat 1. Oh, man. I remember that coming out and everybody getting weird about video games. That's right. First time. Evidently, in 1992, there was also a big controversy with regards to (laughs) a toy called Teen Talk Barbie. (laughs) Because Teen Talk Barbie complained about math being (laughs) hard. I do remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Starting in September of 1992, the superhero cartoon boom took off. Batman the Animated Series hits the TVs. Classic. X-Men hits in October of this year. The real world starts airing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sailor Moon began airing this year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Beekman's World began airing this year. (gasps) Oh, my God. That's that good shit. I'm surprised you didn't speak up more, Rachel, when uh, he said real world came That's up. because I could go on a whole lecture on how amazing <laughs> the first few seasons of the real That's world That's the next were. podcast, y'all. We're, we're going to do world. the real, real world. <laughs> and let me add this. 
NAFTA was signed. Aww. So we got that. And that's the 90s. No and more, that's the 90s. no less. This was an incredible year. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to get to 1998 when Furbies came out. Oh, man. Thank you for setting the stage. Mm-hmm. I, I am definitely, I have been transported mentally to the 90s. I am now in a, I'm a tiny child <laughs> with uh, big old stupid glasses. <laughs> I'm a big old stupid child thinking a lot about Batman Returns and also NAFTA. <laughs> All righty. And with that, let's go ahead and get into it. So our first segment, Rachel, hmm. why don't you give us a three sentence summary <laughs> of stay out of the basement? Um, uh... She's thinking really hard. <laughs> I mean... Two kids, daddy, right? Yeah. Yep. Gets scared. Whoa, no, wait. Gets scared. Okay, you, <laughs> no, you're no, describing no, no. every single response. <laughs> Two kids get scared. <laughs> Sometimes three. All right. <clears throat> Two kids discover that their father is a mad scientist working on something very creepy involving plants in the basement. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Oh, you did it. You want to do it in one sentence? You just did a three sentence summary in one sentence? Uh-huh. You're breaking the rules on episode two? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yay! Oh, I mean, listen, when you get it down like that in one sentence, you don't need two more sentences. Exactly. You got it. Let's just get into it, man. Thank you, thank thank you. you Rachel. That was perfect. Oh, you're welcome. I would just like to add hijinks ensue. Hijinks yes. definitely ensue. Yeah. So before we start off, um, I want to just p- uh, point out how weirdly similar. <laughs> This book is in terms of the characters to the previous book, Welcome to Dead House. Oh, mm. yeah. We've got a uh, 11-year-old girl. No, she's 12. She's 12. She's 12, yeah. just mm-hmm. like in the previous book, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And then her kid. So her name is Margaret. Yep. Her kid brother is Casey, who is 11, just like Welcome to Dead House. Exactly the same. And believe me, I was on that shit in media. I was like, oh, uh, 11 years old, noted for Mario's uh, <laughs> checklist of Dude. things about Goosebumps. Yes, and he goes with the, uh, the the older daughter is the more mature one. I think she actually tells her younger brother, like, grow up or like, yeah, you know, or something. Yeah, along definitely. Lines. So this is the Brewer family. Brewer? Brewer. We, we get that? We get that pun? Because I hope y'all like plant puns, because this book's got a lot of them. <laughs> there are so many plant puns. Like, at the very beginning of the book, the, uh, their father is described as, quote, becoming weedy and seedy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I remember that. You remember that? Oh, no. man, it's so good. So, Mario, uh, what what did you think about the intro to uh, this like, book? Okay, well, wait. Do you want us to talk about the cover for the Oh, absolutely. First? I forgot about the best thing. Okay, yes. Let us talk about this cover. Let us talk about the cover of Stay Out of the Basement. We have to talk about the cover. <laughs> because Stay Out of the Basement's cover was not done by Tim Jacobus. Uh, this one was done by Jim Thiessen. Jim Thiessen. He's an actual horror artist. He has done the covers to a lot of actual horror novels, including uh, several Stephen King novels. So he's like a, I'm going to say classically trained paperback horror novel cover artist, which goes a long way to explain why this cover looks the way that it does, as opposed to all the other covers in the Goosebumps 
Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing, um, since, since this is a podcast, you guys can't really see. But you can't Google it. It's also going to be the album art for this podcast. So. Well, then you can look at that. <laughs> Just look at that. But uh, to describe it really quickly and then compare it to uh, Jacobus's work before uh, beforehand uh, with uh, Welcome to Deadhouse and some of the stuff that comes later. Jim Thiessen is, he's doing more of a like subtle like uh, cover. It's like, okay, so first off, it's the door to a basement. It's like a classic door handle and a hand pushing the door open. The door handle is like gold. It's like uh, the the door is yellowish, like a, tr- mm-hmm. like a you know standard like uh, basement door. But the hand that's opening the door is, a, is all green and really veiny. And it's got a bunch of like, uh, like little um, leaves, poking, leaves out, poking off. Yeah, little. And then the the probably the most iconic part that uh, a lot of uh, Goosebumps merch will lean heavily into later on is the fingernails are like mm. yellow and like cracked and really like kind of nasty looking. And also the tagline, let me add, is something's waiting in the dark, which is a good tagline for a Goosebumps book, especially when it eventually they just stopped caring about those entirely. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, at a, at a certain point, they just become shit posts, and it, I, I don't know, I'm here for it. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, um, in the previous episode, I mentioned that I had a, uh, a subscription to the Goosebumps fan club and i had a bunch of the little things that um you know little goosebumps items i don't know how i got these but looking at the wiki suddenly i'm flooded with memories of owning not only the stay out of the basement safety scissors (laughs) but also the protractor (laughs) petrifying protractor these were they're just like school supplies and that was one of the great things about it like you just went into the fan club they sent you school supplies for the next school year and then you just had them you didn't have to go shopping for them and they were fucking kick-ass so this the safety scissors are they are the reason i'm bringing this up there's a good reason for it i I believe it's goofy as fuck because the safety scissors imagine scissors but uh the protruding uh like part where the blade is is just a finger with a yellow fingernail. Oh. It's like green finger and like really nasty looking and it's, it's kick ass. The thing about this cover is I think it's genuinely scarier than basically any other Goosebumps cover in the entire series. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. This is so menacing and and sinister and uh, it just looks much classier than every other Goosebumps cover. And that's not a a knock against Tim Jacobus. It's just like a a totally different thing is happening here. And it's very strange because Tim Jacobus did do a cover for this book that was put on later editions. Yep, he did a reprint in 2003. Which displays... Yeah. Just a tree man, a tree, a tree scientist, and an angry ant with a lab coat is in a lab looming over you. Again, we're in the lower perspective. We're looking up at this thing. Mm-hmm. And like, first of all, that doesn't happen. Right. First of all, this is not a thing that's in the book. I wish it was, but it's not. Uh, it's, it's, it looks way pulpier, way kitschier than than the regular cover and that's the main difference um especially when it comes to color like jim Thiessen's cover is is muted it uses muted yes. colors yes. a lot of shading 
Whereas uh, Jacobus's work uh, here and in the on uh, Welcome to Dead House uh, for his alt cover for this one too, it, it's very vibrant. It's very like super saturated. There's like purple in there. There's- yeah, the colors in uh, Jim Thiessen's cover for Stay Out of the Basement. It's like yellow, green, brown, and black. That's basically it. You know, with highlights yeah. and shading. Whereas Tim Jacobus's work is. Uh, you've got light blue. You've got per- like dark purple, bright purple. You got a bunch of chemicals in behind this tree ent thing that are like bright orange, bright blue. <laughs> you've got a bright green uh, a floorboard that uh, that like uh, flows into a light blue. You can see why they chose Jacobus for for all of the covers because it's just like I can imagine kids liking the uh, liking that style way more. Yeah. Yes. Like it feels more appealing, but part of me always wondered if Jim Thiessen got the like the the project what it would be that, like. and what Goosebumps would have become with him behind it. Well, can I hit you off this? This is the cover for the Goosebumps cas- uh, cassette version of Stay Out of the Basement. If you'll please refer to Oh my that. god. Yeah. <laughs> I I uh I <laughs> I it's incredible. <laughs> It's it, it is wonderful. I must I must confess <laughs> that was the audiobook cover <laughs> that I saw. So, I mean, like, well, 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 for, against my plant. Let's describe it. It's like uh, what? It's like a the whelp reaction face <laughs> of a man, and he's just surrounded by leaves. <laughs> whelp, I guess I'm plants now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really great alternate title. For, <laughs> I guess I'm plants for now. stay out of the basement it, uh, to visualize it, it for anyone who's seen the simpsons it's that homer um gif where he's like backing into the bushes but frozen mid-frame as he's like disappearing into the bush yes <laughs> i want to i want to take a minute though and talk about uh, just acknowledge the other nation nations covers this book because yes. uh i'm gonna start with the with the bad one uh first uh this is this sums up a lot of them um here's so here's france (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) so france is a child being strangled by vines i found this is also true of like i think like the dutch cover is this several covers are just this what i'm seeing right here which is a kid with their eyes wide their mouth wide open screaming and like being attacked by something yeah, or, like that's the default state for basically every Goosebumps book. Like you could use this format for basically everything. Oh, fully, yeah, yeah. That's one of the reasons why Jacobus stands out so much is because it's not just that he does a lot of work making the covers interesting. Uh, you know, it, it's way more like what is going on here? Like, what? Why is there like green goo dripping down the stairs? <laughs> What's this goo about? Hint. At the next book. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Uh, here's the Korean cover. Uh, what the fuck is, is that? Oh my god. <laughs> which is like, it's a, it's a very angular man in shadowed with like whited out glasses. And he just has like a wreath growing out of his head. <laughs> what the hell? It, it, it's like in Hellboy style. Yeah, it's like in Mike Magnolia style. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, the best of them, the very best in my, well, the, besides the American cover, which I think is great, the Japanese cover of Stay Out of the Basement is really good. A whole other level. <laughs> like, the Japanese covers for Goosebumps books are playing a different game. Yeah. Uh, the Goosebumpsu is like is, is on a different level. This like I don't even know what's going on in it exactly. I mean, there's some stuff that is in the book. The tomatoes with faces are there. Yeah, they resemble immensely the Behelet from Berserk. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, which is what I thought when I when he described it originally. Uh, and there's like a plant person in uh like a Mister Freeze chamber. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's it's fascinating. <laughs> like it, it really is. Like these Japanese Goosebumps covers are are fantastic. Uh, there are some there are some stinkers in here, but um, I mean you can't really do too much with say cheese and die. So <laughs> it's really good though. <laughs> so we should talk about the other cover that I saw for another variation of the audiobook, the classics version, the like re release. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this was artwork done by Brandon Dorman, and it's basically a it's it's like a combination between Jacobus and Thiessen, and it's basically the same the iconic door opening cover art from Thiessen mixed with the really vibrant colors of Jacobus. Yeah, he's the standard artist now on all the new Goosebumps covers, having essentially replaced Jacobus. And I mean, I think this is it's perfectly fine. Like, I mean, I think it. I think it bridges the gap pretty well. Yeah. Uh, the thing I would say is that with Brandon's stuff, um, it, it's very busy. It's very, like, yes. kind of a mess. Um, and, I, you know, that's just, like, my, you know, art background, like, grabbing me. It's like a comic book style, but it really doesn't look good at, like, lower resolutions or, lo- or like, a, the square format because it's just like, what am I looking at? It's so... Their vines are all over the place. So with that, um, is there anything else we wanted to talk about before we dive headfirst into the bush that is stay out of the basement? No. Let's get in there and grapple with the text. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about how this family can't play fucking Frisbee to save its life. For real. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Except one moment, which we'll talk about later, where all of a sudden, uh, who threw the Frisbee? I think it was Casey. Casey's always throwing the fucking Frisbee. Casey's always out there tossing. (laughs) At at a certain point later, Casey nails his father in the head. (laughs) And like, uh, that accuracy out of nowhere. And man, if you could call that up whenever you wanted, ah, this kid's got a future. Anyway, (laughs) um, so the first few chapters of this book are basically the kids overreacting to their dad growing weed in their basement. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get to that, I, I keep getting ahead of myself. So the kids are outside. They're playing. They're playing frisbee. Frisbee. Dad beefs it. Point Dad. one. <laughs> also, Casey is blonde. I have that down. The only thing that I have uh, in my notes for the beginning of this, for this specific chapter, is um, well, I've got a bunch of things. Like uh, apparently, there's one part where Margaret just thinks. California. Yes. I just thought that she was a red hot chili pepper all of a sudden. <laughs> I would love to note they are in California and that is a, a, important for reasons. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. They're in California and that explains why everyone's wearing a jeans and t- a t-shirt in the winter. It might also explain them wearing shoes indoors, but we'll talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, so I, the other note I have in here is that uh, they have an argument. So basically uh, Margaret and Casey are just outside throwing the frizz be around well it starts out where casey i think is 
playing frisbee actually solo and then yeah. throws it at his dad and his dad is like frisbee solo? dude i don't know you run after it like a dog and then you throw it and then you run back <laughs> again this really <laughs> cannot play frisbee <laughs> <laughs> playing fetch with himself so he's like dad catch and his dad's like no and he just turns around he's yeah i think he says something like i'm busy and he just goes into the basement and then margaret's like hey i'll play then casey's like fine you know and um that's when they start, you know, insulting each other as children do. As children you know, do. It's just he, she she throws like a girl, which yes. is like, oh, come on, Casey, get yes. it together. He insults <laughs> her. He tells her like, Dad throws better. You throw like a girl. And also, um, why Dad get fired? <laughs> get fired. <laughs> um, the quote is. Uh, Casey goes, you throw like a girl. Margaret says, you throw like a chimpanzee. Oh, that's and right. And then Casey says, why dad get fired? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So also, uh, Casey, like, uh, somehow attempts to show off his mean frisbee skills, which as established, he doesn't have. And Margaret says, you're the hot dog of the family. Oh my God. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, which, okay. Uh, also, Margaret notes that everyone was so edgy these days. Yeah. And it is 1992. So <laughs> they also get into an argument and say, you're acting, <laughs> you're acting like a two year old. Well, you're acting like a one-year-old, and I—I uh, I mentioned this to Rachel as soon as I finished that part. Uh, I have legit had this argument with my siblings before as a child, <laughs> so very, very accurate. Good job, Arlstein. Oh, I'm sorry, Jovial Bob. Jovial Bob. Uh, so, so the, it, it's basically established at this point that like Dad has been acting a little weird. He's been distant, and he apparently has stopped calling margaret uh all of her least favorite nicknames <laughs> like pr- princess and fatso um which he says she says is because she's so thin um, which is very funny i guess it's very odd extremely odd bizarre yeah um, uh, and, and margaret specifically says uh nicknames are quote a sign of closeness I guess that's true. <laughs> I, mean, I suppose it depends on the nickname. If you get called Eaton Dog, I don't know. <laughs> if you get called Fatso, I think that's bad. I think it's bad to call people Fatso. Yeah, I would. I think that we're setting Margaret up here for some fucking body shame later on in life. What's really interesting is, like, for the first half of this book, there's a ton of stuff where it's just like dad is in a weird place and nobody's happy about it like she says that mom's been really tense since dad's been home like being fired really sucks apparently (laughs) because like like everybody's just on edge that dad's around a lot more which hey that's that's a problem that's weird right right like they go inside and they're like mom you look tired today which fuck (laughs) yeah it's your fucking father (laughs) (laughs) so so they they decide for fun to go see their dad in the basement because it's their house too. Which I mean, technically, <laughs> that's technically true. I absolutely highlighted that part. I'm like, yes, ownership, own that, <laughs> get in <laughs> there. live here too. <laughs> so they attempt to go down, but they don't actually make it. Uh, they just like come to the door. They see their dad. He's bleeding. Mm-hmm. It should be noted. He's cut himself and is bleeding, and they like attempt to contact him and he does the the only time shockingly that someone says it in this book stay out of the basement (laughs) in the book we'll talk about the tv show later but in the book yes he (laughs) says it twice which is very funny also uh before we go forward uh quote 
dad got fired because of the plants he was growing, unquote. Yes, yes. Weed! So, it's that dang shit. For Friday, weed! <laughs> you know, I really loved the way that they ended that chapter, you know, where he says, stay out of the basement, he bellowed in a voice they'd never heard before. Because the chapter ends basically, like, right. I don't know, it just kind of sets, like... Now the the father's scary. Like now he's a potential antagonist, or well, he's the antagonist now. It, it just it sets the whole tone for the rest. Yeah, before it was just like, oh, dad's acting weird, but now it's like, oh, okay, something's definitely going on here. Yeah, I have to say, I was uncomfortable a lot in this book. Yes, with, yeah. like the, the vibe of this house. Like before it goes wild into plant zone. Dad's just like a bad dad. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah. this is what I wanted to say in like the three sins thing without like it's you're watching like the relationship between a, a a girl and her dad like deteriorate and turn into terror. This is like a constant theme and she's constantly talking about how afraid she is and then feeling guilt that she feels this fear mm-hmm. that happens a and lot. doesn't want to. Yes. So it, it's so uncomfortable Then I, you know, after we watch the show and we'll get to show it, I won't spoil the show, but the show is a whole lot different. Yes. And I think it's why, uh, or because the book has this just, the book is like dark. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, this is like one of the reasons I think that the cover being different works better for this book is because the tone of this book for, 80% of its runtime is a completely different thing yeah. than than Welcome to Dead House, which is like, whoa, everything's uh, weird. Like, yeah. oh, ghosts. Oh, I keep seeing ghosts in my bedroom. Like, this is a very different thing also because Margaret is very rarely gaslighting herself or being gaslit by anyone else. Like, yeah. Margaret is very aware that it is wrong that dad is this way and continually brings it up. Uh, and like really pushes the issue that dad is being weird. <laughs> and even like when dad's like, oh, uh, don't worry about it. She's like, no, I'm fucking worried about it. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Like we'll get there, but I could easily see this as like a actual, like a, a metaphor for like living with a bipolar parent. I, I mean, I absolutely like if, if welcome that house is the extremely relatable experience of moving to a new place. It's weird. Uh, and kind of stinky. Uh, <laughs> uh, Stay on the basement is like uh, the unfortunately relatable experience of like having to deal with parents who are, you know, occasionally or more often than occasionally uh, difficult <laughs> like right. or or unfriendly. Um, yeah. it, it's a weirdly serious topic for Goosebumps to be talking about. And I guess it's nice to think that maybe they've been replaced by a plant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really like um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers type stuff. It, definitely in the show it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and it fits yeah. along the line of like back in the 90s where it was easier for kids to just like deal with the problems of their parents by just being like oh they're they're different people sometimes yeah we're not going to talk about like anger issues we're not going to talk about anger management we're not going to talk about bipolar uh, issues i mean like if you took the plant out of this entirely this could just be dealing with the dad who's going through a lot of stuff because he's been fired right yeah yeah like like, i mean it is that i mean he is going through a lot of stuff (laughs) So chapter two, enter Diane. <laughs> Diane's here, yay. I love Diane. So it's it's chapter two is two weeks later, and uh, dad's like not talking to uh, Margaret at all. And uh, mom is having to leave 
because her uh, sister is having an operation. Everything bad is happening in this household. <laughs> and Monty, mom's even like, do you think he'll notice me when I'm gone? Like, yeah. God. Oh, ugh. the line for that where she like says like it, she portrays it as a joke, but like both her and Margaret kind of know like that, that it's serious. Not one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and before we go any further, I forgot to mention this. The voice actress for the audiobook, whose name is Elizabeth Morton. She's in a lot of uh, Law and Order stuff. So she's in SVU. The thing that I'm most interested in talking about is her work on the movie 40 Shades of Blue. What? Which I thought was going to be a 50 Shades of Grey copaganda movie. Yep, that's what it sounds like to me, yeah. <laughs> but it came out years before, like five or six years before 50 Shades of Grey, so. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. There. I was going to say, of her, she's doing uh, the children's audiobook voice. Yes. Tara Sands was doing a voice actress voice. Yes, which I appreciated a lot. I loved it. Uh, she is doing a, like, everyone kind of talks like this when I want to do a boy's voice. And that's that's the note that I have, that Elizabeth Morton uses the same voice at the beginning of this book for both Casey and the dad. Yeah. Uh, Miss, uh, Mr. Brewer. Dr. Brewer, I'm sorry. I, I need to put some respect on his name. Yeah, doc, doctor, please. She also does the thing that people do in audiobooks that, I, that drives me nuts. When she does a stay out of the basement line, it's clearly being yelled. Yeah. So instead, she like whisper yells. She stay out of the basement. There's only one person I've ever heard read a book and actually yell, and it's Basil Rathbone, <laughs> like the <laughs> actor. When he was reading Edgar Allan Poe, he'll sometimes, when he's reading it, just scream. Like, <laughs> it's so fucking scary. Just like, like randomly, probably, it's not even in the book. It'll just be like... Like he'll be in the middle of a sentence and go, ah! Oh, God! It's <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ! <laughs> Incredible. So, so uh, one of the three voices that our narrator has is Diane, and she's there. She's there bidding goodbye to their mom for some reason. <laughs> and Casey is watching a film, <laughs> which is quote. Great if you like seeing people blown up and their guts flying all over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, like it's described as like, oh yeah, their guts are spilling all over, and Casey goes, Yeah, it's neat. <laughs> His behavior after that is because they're trying to talk and he's just constantly telling them to shut up. Yeah, he's legitimately <laughs> trying, hey, trying to, to watch the guts. <laughs> which is funny because like I guess he appreciates the sound design of the guts spilling all over. <laughs> Like, but I just have in my notes here that Casey is a psychopath confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. fucking Christ. Also, Diane's a psychopath because she's like, it's always a pretty afternoon here. I don't even notice it anymore. California. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, everyone's a red hot chili pepper in California. <laughs> Diane's a, a science freak. Oh, yes. Science freak. Margaret, like Teen Talk Barbie, callback to an earlier segment, <laughs> hates math and science. Um, <laughs> and uh, at a certain point, um, like in order to get Diane and Margaret to shut up, Casey, I think it was a, a quote where he like jabs them with his, with his shoe. And at that point, I'm just like, what? Why is Casey wearing shoes indoors? <laughs> what happened here? Does, does no one care about like tracking mud and shit into? No, it's California. There is no mud. Oh right, right. There's no mud there. <laughs> uh, Diane uh, is very curious because of being a science geek 
or a science freak. I freak. Say. Get it right. Freak. She's fucking nasty. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even know. She's sign nasty. That's, that's Margaret being a little jealous and calling her, she's a freak. <laughs> My science a freak. freak. I'm so jelly. <laughs> I'm science fatso. <laughs> Di- Diane asks of her, their dad, is he building a Frankenstein monster? And excuse me, Diane, that's Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> and then she asks, is he, or some kind of Robocop, which, excuse me, Diane, that's Robert's cop. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she at least set, uh, tried. You know, she didn't just say uh, building a Frankenstein, so let's give her some credit. <laughs> so, so they're like, well, he's a botanist, so no. <laughs> so probably not. <laughs> So Diane uh, dares them, as apparently she always does, to go downstairs to the basement. And uh, Margaret, like, deluding herself, is like, this is kind of fun. It's not, Margaret. It's never going to be. You know. And there's a line where it's like, uh, Diane always dared Margaret to do things she didn't want to do. Diane sucks. And it's like. Fucking freak. (laughs) Fucking fucking freak. Freak. Freak, <laughs> you freak. <laughs> but uh, in Diane's defense, it's not like it's not really a dare if you dare someone to do something like, "Hey, I dare you to drink a glass of water. <laughs> I dare you to eat a hamburger." It's like not really a dare. Well, in this case, it is though because at the at the end of the first chapter, they get screamed at by their dad, like, "Do yeah. not come down here." No, but what I'm saying is that she's that margaret's complaining that diane always dared her to do things that she didn't want to do but it's like if you want to do them that's not a dare <laughs> that's what i'm saying True. Like, oh, yes yes yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i see what you're in, saying but in 10 years uh <laughs> diane will dare margaret to try uh some weed <laughs> yeah it's at gonna a be party like, and it's do gonna this begin. crack if you don't <laughs> you're not courageous you know later on we'll get to books that have like sequels within the goosebumps like line and i would really like honestly i would really like for a for uh jovial bob to come back to uh, to goosebumps and i almost said for jovial bob to come back to rl stein (laughs) (laughs) i really want jovial bob to come back to goosebumps and then do like books for adults where the characters from the books have grown up Mm. and they're like dealing with the aftermath of everything that fucking happened in these books (laughs) <laughs> because some of the shit in this book is fucking wild, man. Oh, there's some wild shit in here. <laughs> uh, speaking of thinking of wild shit, I would like to talk about this basement. <laughs> oh, can we please? Let's talk because about this basement. I would First love off, to talk it's about... very moist, which is good for your hair and skin. <laughs> I have that written down as well. It's so moist. <laughs> it's so moist. Diane, I think Diane, or maybe it's Diane and Margaret, but I think either one of them or both of them says moist way too much yeah <laughs> it's just like her favorite word to the, this basement is amazing because it, you imagine oh it's gonna be very spooky to the left when you're in the basement as noted it's just a rec room with yeah. a ping pong table in it like, yeah. it's just a normal basement over there <laughs> to your right is where all the fuck the fucky plants are <laughs> <laughs> And halogen lamps. Halogen lamps. Our, B- Jovial Bob has mentioned halogen once in two, twice in two books. <laughs> it's really, he's got a halogen thing. Uh, and Well, wait, first off, is it a rainforest in there? Because I heard about rainforests in school, so maybe I dad's was, building a rainforest. Yeah. I was going to say, th- so yes, Casey says that his dad might be building a rainforest. There's an amazing version of this lie in the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> 
where Casey says, maybe dad's doing a rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> That's all, everyone What's knows that? that classic 90s song, Everybody Do the Rainforest. <laughs> I hope you like descriptions of plants, because this book has a lot of them. Yes. Bo- Joby and Bob will be describing plants for at least 30% of the runtime of this book. <laughs> Including a, a breathing plant, which oh, I wrote. so much. They breathe a lot, and I just wrote down in my notes, self-smoking weed? <laughs> anyway, continue. God. They, they, they breathe, they sigh a lot. Yes. And they moan frequently. We're forgetting one, one thing, though. It's so hot and moist down there that Casey has to take off his shirt. And he yes, what a bod! <laughs> yes, and Diane actually said that. And last night I was reading the book, and I said out loud, ooh, fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why, Diane? What the fuck? <laughs> Stop. I hated Diane, it. Diane's 12, right? Diane, she's a, she's a fucking freak. Okay? She's a fucking freak. She's not only a science freak, but just a freak. What a bot. He's played a lot of Frisbee. So. <laughs> Man, I want to get a bot. I'm going to go outside and throw the Frisbee Fuck with myself. Frisbee alone. <laughs> they also find uh, two glass booths, which are connected by wires. And I assume this is supposed to be like uh, the fly kind yes. of thing. That's the impression that I got. Yeah, I can only think they're like teleportation chambers, uh, which makes me think we're doing the fly, which kind of. Uh, at which point, Casey, an absolute sicko, <laughs> just <laughs> grabs the booth and is like, "Oh my god, I can't let go!" As he's being electrocuted. He pretends to be electrocuted while talking. Yeah. Okay, so I read that, and immediately my brain started doing work. And so I have a whole paragraph here where I was outlining the amount of current that would have to be running in the chamber (laughs) to (laughs) cause him to reach the no-let-go threshold, which is 15 to 17 milliamps. Uh, (laughs) I love the dedication. Yes. But it turns out he's just a fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have written down, uh, the Kid Brothers and Goosebumps books are batting zero for two. (laughs) So this is our first R.L. Stein moment of this book, where it's a fake-out jump, a fake-out cliffhanger that is fucking nothing. And then they start tickling him, yeah. which is, I did, was also not cool with that. I, I like, think they were <laughs> sitting on him too, weren't they? Yeah, they were like, they pinned him down and were tickling him. After the what a bod thing, I was like, I don't like this. This is <laughs> yeah. like, weird. So uh, the plants like start drooping as if they're sad that Casey didn't actually die. I have a note there. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, so the plants like bummed out. They were like, yes! Got one! Come on! Oh, damn it. So Diane says, your dad is weird, and then just bolts out of the fucking house. At which point their dad immediately arrives home. Like, yes. instantly. <laughs> I, it, this happens in both the book and the, the um, TV show. Dr. Brewer is like a speed demon or some shit. He is just driving like <laughs> driving 120 wise, down driving the fucking wise. highway. <laughs> he is so fast. So they're like, they come back up and they're like, it's fine, we made it out. And then Casey realizes he's half naked. <laughs> In the book, in in the show, I guess they felt some kind of way about him not wearing. (laughs) Also, I should mention real quick that this uh, this was my first uh, Goosebumps book. So this has been a real fun trip down memory lane. And right around this part. Sorry, someone above us is banging. I think we're being too loud. Oh, no, I think they're just banging. (laughs) Oh, they're just banging. Is it their kid? Anyway, um, the kid's just like 
tripping and falling onto the floor constantly. Um, yeah, that's what kids do. They're just goofy. Um, I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby. Oh. Well, daddy, daddy, look at me. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining that sound is both uh, the kid falling and shitting himself. <laughs> it's, it's the, yeah, it's, it fell and, and started. Yeah, I'm it's, keeping all this in. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, this was uh, this was my first Goosebumps book. So this has just been a real trip down memory lane. And uh, right here, where this section happens, is where I wrote in my notes. I totally remember the twist of this. You remember? For some reason, just like a lock in my brain got like unlocked <laughs> and suddenly goosebumps knowledge flowed into me. <laughs> but yeah. So Casey doesn't have a shirt on and it's very important that he get it back. So, <laughs> so like an idiot, he says it will only take a second, which is obviously not true. It's just not true. So, <laughs> so he has like a fucking panic attack. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, oh, but he'll know, but he'll know that we were down there. <laughs> to be clear, it should take a second to run down should, there, grab yes. the shirt and come back. But Margaret's like, no, you can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs> They're like, they are fucking losing it meanwhile dad has been sidetracked because mr henry who margaret notes is a moron <laughs> stops, stops him in the in the yard and they're just like chatting away this part of the chapter is now all in margaret's perspective as she's just waiting for casey to come back up the stairs uh and dad like leaves mr henry they both quote-unquote spun around and then he just like stops to like inspect some rosebuds for a while like <laughs> Meanwhile, Margaret's like, Casey! Casey! <laughs> oh, How God. her dad can't hear this yeah, from the porch. Like, it's especially <laughs> weird in the show where she is like screaming down to Casey in the basement, who apparently Casey can't hear her at all. <laughs> it's just Margaret. Apparently, Margaret has a really uh, low screaming voice, but <laughs> she's doing an audiobook screaming voice. Casey! Casey! <laughs> but, but then this is the thing about this book. This book is written in third person, not first person. Yes. So we don't we have more than one point of view character. So we jump cut to Casey, who is jumping down the stairs. <laughs> I, I described chapter six, the Casey chapter, as the microwave hallway of MGS4 when it's picking up a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, man, you could totally edit that together with the TV show. <laughs> Holy shit. The, the t-shirt's not that far away, but uh, Casey has so many like reservations about the plants, which are stiffening, I should note. God. <laughs> stiffening, <laughs> lots of moaning. Yeah. Very moist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like <laughs> slowly reaching out for the shirt until finally one gives him a hug <laughs> and doesn't let go doesn't want to let go he yeah. describes it as tightening gently and notably not strangling him <laughs> so it's this like very weakly hugging him so margaret arrives frees him and uh-oh dad's right at the top of the stairs <gasps> uh-oh dad's mad he's incredibly mad his hands are described as being bald into tight fists his face yep. yes. with anger so mm-hmm. i mean yes. as a kid that would be incredibly terrifying yeah yeah i was like this is way too mad for this book <laughs> like yeah he takes way too long to ask if they're okay like way too long yeah, yeah. he's just kind of stewing there with his bald fist and instead he says i'm very disappointed in both of you <laughs> which withering withering <laughs> parent commentary oh <laughs> puns here we oh. go here we go i might leave <laughs> 
<laughs> Goodbye. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then the kids are like, oh, I thought he was going to yell at us. Which is, uh. <laughs> But instead they have a conversation at their Formica table. <laughs> I guess he's already turned by this point, maybe. Because he's... Great question. It says here, as if um, his eyes went from one to the other, as if studying them, as if seeing them for the first time. His expression was totally flat, almost robot-like, revealing no emotion at all. I also have that written down. It is implied that this is the moment where... Spoilers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the show and the book have different moments where they where he's turned into a plant. Yeah. yeah. I would just like to... We'll save it for later, but I don't think in the show he's meant to be a plant right now. But in the book, this is this feels like he's a plant man. Yeah, there is a clear moment in the show where it's like, oh, there, he, there is something on him that is a signifier. Yes. So Casey like just straight up is like, what's the deal with those plants? (laughs) What's up with that? Meanwhile, Margaret's like, I'm really interested in the plants, dad. What kind of experiments are you doing? And dad's like, I'll talk about it later, (laughs) (laughs) which is nothing. I mean, it's absolutely nothing. Uh, At this point, I wrote down that dad is the villain from Sailor Moon S. Um, So (laughs) all you Sailor Moon heads out there will remember uh that <laughs> so casey's like still freaked out and margaret offers the worst advice of all time which is just don't think about the basement yeah <laughs> just just don't worry about it. yeah casey specifically complaining that like oh i'm gonna have nightmares because of the, because of this and yeah margaret's just like yeah don't think well about she it. admits <laughs> like immediately like oh that's wow, not that good advice, advice is lame because i'm gonna think about the basement <laughs> yeah yeah uh and then the, to add insult to injury they get, like, Aunt Eleanor's in the fucking ICU. Yeah. <laughs> like, Aunt Eleanor's shit. dying. Like, there is a whole other, like, uh, like, if, if Jovial Bob wanted to push out a f- couple more chapters, there is a whole subplot of, like, what the fuck is going on with her sister? Yeah. Like, yeah. What is happening there? <laughs> well, mom's just like, uh, uh, don't worry. So, Margaret calls her mom to be like, dad's fucking weird. The plants are evil. Casey took his shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) Diane said, nice pod. Yeah, and Diane said, nice pod. What the fuck, mom? Explain this to me. Mom, I don't want Diane over here anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And mom's like, oh, your dad's just trying to prove himself. Yes. He's trying to prove that he should have been fired, which is... Uh, like this is the the origin of people building bombs in their basement, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. I I I he she says here he wants to show them that they made a big mistake. And like, I thought, oh no, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, there was a line. There was a line before. Uh, I think Margaret said to Diane or Casey. She said, "A botanist don't get a chance to blow things up." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Casey's like, "Is he gonna blow up his? Did he blow up his lab?" And he's like really excited about it because he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, he's a fucking psycho. <laughs> he's a nice bot psycho. Margaret also knows that Dad has started wearing a Dodgers cap. Yes, and is it is a it is dorky. And he never takes it off. And mom's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) The only thing that shocks their mom is that he's wearing a baseball cap. (laughs) I can't believe it. Uh, Also, Margaret is like the weirdly the most emotionally mature 12 year old to have ever existed. Because she's like, I feel so bad for laying this stuff on my mom. Because she's got so much going on. And it's like girl you can lay this on your mom like this is fucked up like she even probably appreciates the you know um distraction from what she's going on uh, what's going on with her sister forget about my dying sister and think about my deadbeat husband it's it's kind of not satisfying though because her mom's just like well you're you know his work's important to him his work you know it's just like repeating it 
like not getting anything out of it though. No, like dad's really freaking me out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, babe, like, you know, his work, it's important. It's his fired. He's going to show the whole world one day that everybody made a mistake for judging him. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to take his revenge upon society. <laughs> <laughs> Such a lust for revenge. <laughs> uh, so Margaret, Margaret's like, that phone call is pretty exhausting. I'm going to go make a sandwich. Everybody's making sandwiches in this book. <laughs> like, just to let yeah. you guys know, this family eats exclusively sandwiches and exclusively <laughs> egg salad sandwiches as well. Like, I kind of, but you know, it reminds me of we, we eat exclusively. Um, Hamburger helper. No, but right, when okay. I would go to my Delicious. my grandmother, she was like, "You want a sandwich?" It was it was any just variation of like whatever you could stick between two pieces of bread. So it is including easy bread. And cheap. Did you have it bread is, sandwiches? It is easy. No, damn it. But when Margaret's like, "I want to make that sandwich," she comes to the kitchen, <laughs> and her dad's just like going to town on something at the sink. Yeah, she's like, and so he eats it, doesn't notice her, heads out. Margaret's like, "What was he eating so voraciously?" It's plant food. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Which I mean, it, admittedly, that's weird. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, there's an emphasis here. Um, he didn't just eat it. She realized oh, he, he mm-hmm. shoveled it into his mouth and gulped it down as if he liked it, as if he needed it. Ah. It's italicized. <laughs> Needed it, uh, which leads to a one of our classic little brother fakeout scares, where a hand grabs Margaret's shoulder, but it's just her shitty brother. <laughs> yup, <sighs> who, tells- who like doesn't care about the plant food at all. He's oh, like, yeah. oh, it's probably an experiment. <laughs> what experiment, Casey? <laughs> to eat mud? <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you ever been to Mud Donald's? I just love dirt. <laughs> his his um his response to it's interesting because. He just keeps laughing. That <laughs> she finds it a little like odd, I guess. That's he's he's just constantly like he just finds it funny. He like he he really does not care that his dad was eating dirt. Yeah, I have it written down. Casey is being a shit, <laughs> <laughs> which is you know typical for Casey. And it, honestly, it's typical for little brothers in every book of Goosebumps thus far. Two yeah, for two. Mm-hmm. We're on this. <laughs> yep, definitely. And this is about the time when you start to realize, like, oh, okay, Casey's going to always be defending their dad pretty much and margaret's always going to be like curious and knowing that that something weird is happening i mean i think it's established in the first chapter that he and dad are pretty close margaret says that they're always playing video games together which is like well, all right cool dad i get <laughs> i guess i get where it's coming from that like because he is maybe closer with the, their dad he just you know is less easy to convince that their dad is uh, a monster mash <laughs> i guess but margaret again points out he never calls her fat so anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even sure who actually called her fat so because she's described everybody as being everybody that calls way. her well, fat it so. said some members of her family and it's like well, how many <laughs> not Aunt eleanor <laughs> Aunt eleanor never did it <laughs> because she's she, apparently she's as skinny as her dad so why would her dad c- call her so if they're both equally skinny maybe he has some serious body image issues. <laughs> I, mean, I think the whole family does well except for casey who we know has a nice body. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 
I don't I don't know who said it, but someone says that Dad is out of his tree. Yes, yes. Oh, that's right. So he lost his bananas. I think it's Casey. Yeah, I lost his bananas. Whoa. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was a double whammy too. <laughs> like, you think Dad's out of his tree? You think he's bananas? It's just like, oh God. Uh, and Twitch Margaret literally says Dad is becoming a plant. <laughs> she just says Dad's a plant. I got it. I solved it. Crack the case. <laughs> At which, at which which Casey says maybe we're all plants and you're plant man versus weed woman. Yep. And then he says plant man kills. And which, then he, he By the way, uh plant man copyright Marvel. Um <laughs> uh, Also, I guess they couldn't get the rights to Swamp Thing. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> I'm surprised there hasn't been a plant man versus weed woman goosebumps book in the intervening 20 years. Uh, and then Casey demands that Margaret make him another sandwich, which you're 11. You can put shit between bread. Yeah. It's fucking egg salad. Just fucking get a spoon, put on the bread, <laughs> eat it, you dumb shit. <laughs> fucking Casey. Uh, uh, affectionately known as dumb shit, you dummy. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking idiot. Oh. That's a chapter pause, too. Like, it's just like, make me another sandwich. And then <laughs> it heads off to the next section and... I don't know. I highlighted that. I, I highlighted like it. it too. It's like, <laughs> at which point we jump to Diane's where they're playing Frisbee some more. Is that a California thing or does he think that's a California? Because I think they also have like some sort of like, I think they have an avocado salad. They do. They do. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if maybe he was predicting the college ultimate trend or I don't know. I'm not. I just don't know what the frisbee signifies. I just don't know. In Welcome to the House, is baseball. Instead of the basement, it's frisbee. Everybody fucking plays frisbee, and they're all fucking bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> Diane then asks, "What's it like having a mad scientist for a dad?" <gasps> really? To which Margaret like. thinks they're only in movies, right? <laughs> I don't know. Is the <laughs> I actually don't know the answer to this question. I've never applied mad scientist to anyone. Yeah, you only see them. Yeah, no, she's got a point. Like. The, the the moniker of mad scientists, like the idea of using your intellect for, to like hurt people on a grand scale is like, oh, wait, no, nuclear uh, <laughs> nukes and uh, the Manhattan Project. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Science is often bad, but is it often mad? That's the question. That's true. That's true. You can be a bad scientist, but can but you are be you a, a mad, mad scientist? scientist? I feel like it implies that you're doing big science outside of the scope of academia and that people would normally be like well that seems unethical i guess that's what a mad scientist amounts to doing something unethical unethical outside of the the testing of the science world yeah i guess diane tramp says that by the way your dad killed somebody (laughs) just to let you know my dad said your dad blew up his lab and murdered like six people (laughs) i didn't catch that holy shit she's like (laughs) She says, doc, my dad says Dr. was fired because his experiments got out of control and he may have killed someone. Oh, may, okay. That's probably why I didn't, it didn't register. I mean, Margaret is immediately is like, no, he didn't. That's not true. And Diane's like, oh, let's talk about 11-year-olds who are dating. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably why I totally glossed over the other shit because <laughs> suddenly we're talking about 11-year-olds dating. <laughs> like, what? Wait, huh? And meanwhile, Casey is in the corner like, lemon trees are cool. <laughs> yeah, let's do a lemon tree. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> are these ripe oh, fucking eat one and find out you idiot anyway <laughs> what Casey's like we gotta get our own lemon tree they're cool <laughs> they're cool <laughs> what the fuck does that mean Casey <laughs> and, and Margaret by this point she's like no the, the last thing we need is another fucking plant 
<laughs> yes! All radiation plants because of her dad. Agree. They go home, I guess, toss a frisbee at their dad, knocking his daughter's head <gasps> off and revealing that he has leaves growing out of his head. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Oh man, yeah. the The way they're described is very. Oh, it's gross. It's very gross. It, it, it feels like because the, they jump right into it with his dad, with their dad being like, "Oh, kids, uh, uh, don't worry about it. It's <laughs> fine." Uh, but Margaret is very much thinking about what it would be like to have leaves uncurling from your scalp. Yeah. And this, Riding out waves of nausea. Yeah, yeah, she like gulps air. I think she yeah, says to yeah. like avoid vomiting. It's we. It's like it's very uncomfortable. And then then dad comes over and like puts his arms around them. Which at that point I'd be like ah. <laughs> <laughs> and says, and I quote, "I guess you think your dad's gotten pretty weird, huh?" <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you have leaves growing out of your head, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a really startling moment because, you know, he's not talking with them. And when he does, he's like angry. But then in this moment, he's like, no, no, everything's fine. Let's just huddle under the, the shade of this tree and I'll calm you guys down. It's like it just goes from here to here. It's like <laughs> manipulative, you know, behavior. Like, mm-hmm. here, let me give you some sort of living attention. Uh, everything's cool. These leaves don't matter. Ha ha ha. No biggie. Yeah, don't don't tell it. your mom. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> you don't, tell, don't tell mom. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, the thing for me was that he was described as bald and just with like yeah. the 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 leaves coming out. Yeah, and that that imagery is just like ugh, ugh. Yeah, it's very gross. Yeah, it's very gross. Yeah. So a very disgusting father explains the concept of Mendelian genetics to <laughs> children who do not know what DNA is. <laughs> but he says, what if we found the IQ gene? Dad, we're getting really close to eugenics at this point. Yeah. Like, Seriously. Yeah, for yeah. Real. But he's building he's building a plant that's an animal. <gasps> so it's like a cat. It's like a plant cat. It's like a plant cat, which if dad had started with a plant cat, it would not be this big a problem. <laughs> like, if we were beginning with plant cat. <laughs> but he's like, he's breaking down cells electronically, which I don't know what that I means. I have no um, fucking idea. It sounds like the fly. He's doing the fly in the basement with plants. Oh, it sounds even worse it's... than the fly. It sounds like he's like jerking off into a cup and then putting an electrode <laughs> on it. Oh my God. <laughs> we need to talk about <laughs> We need to talk about that later where they talk about, oh, I... I put human material uh, yeah, plant he talks about material, molecules like, a lot. Oh my God. <laughs> he uses the word molecule uh, uh, loosely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like this dude is just jerking off into his planters in the basement. <laughs> but he's just like, ah, oh, don't worry about those leaves. They're a side effect. They're a side effect of, again, what? <laughs> of, of what? <laughs> like, which Margaret does ask to herself. She's like, I don't understand what this, what he's fucking talking about. But Casey's like, that sounds great, Dad. Good job. <laughs> you did a great job. And hey, Margaret, isn't our dad so great? Hey, Daddy, you're doing a great job. I love how you made those plants breathe. That's really cool, Dad. Hey, yeah. Dad. Hey, Dad, can I have some of that mud? It looks real good. You're scarfing it down real fast. But Margaret's like, that motherfucker didn't answer any of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think her question was like, why the fuck? <laughs> and he was like, anyway, gotta go. But she is happy that her dad is doing something cool, unless he lied about it. <laughs> <laughs> why dad lie to us? Why did dad lie? Which she decides <laughs> to reconcile with uh, at 2.30 in the morning <laughs> when she goes to her dad's bathroom and sees that his cut is still bleeding, but it's bleeding 
green <laughs> dun 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 i need to stop doing that sound effect but <laughs> so what i did actually uh, i saw an interview with earl stein where he said that comedy and horror were actually really close to one another which okay yeah uh and he said that basically he ends every chapter as if it's a punchline mm. e- okay yeah i can see that yeah i mean I've sort of, but it also feels like he ends every chapter like it's the setup to a punchline because he he'll always do this thing where it's like, oh, there were leaves on his head. Next chapter, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like they're all cliffhangers, and then the follow through is it just leaves a lot to be desired. It's weird because like in the end of this chapter, she runs away because her dad heard her, and she's like, oh, he's gonna come after me. And she does the incredible, always the classic staple high on your bed sheets technique. Mm-hmm. But dad doesn't come over. He just like, just, just ha- ignores that completely. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm going to bed. I'm dad. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, he, he is leaking. I mean, he is leaking. <laughs> He's leaking. It's true. But she is quote unquote terrified of her dad now. Um, yeah. But not so terrified that she can't go get some water at three in the morning. Um, <laughs> which leads to, Another younger brother jump scare. God damn it. Jovial Bob. That's why. Casey, you fuck. Casey, <laughs> I swear to Christ. You made me drop the water and then you made me forget to drink the water that I was so thirsty for. <laughs> yeah, he makes her drop the water and wants her to clean it up. Yeah, that little fucking dick. They have <laughs> affectionately. A, they have a- <laughs> affectionately. <laughs> But yeah, like he, uh, Margaret's like, yeah, you, you should clean this up. And he's like, nah, you fucking dropped it. And it's like, what? <laughs> you fucking made me drop it because you played a fucking prank on me and scared the shit out of me. Fuck you. And so they have, they both, I think, end up cleaning it up and then they go to bed. They don't just go to bed because they hear a moan from the basement, at which point uh, Margaret says, I don't think a tomato plant would make a sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing a later event. <laughs> Can I note the least believable thing in this entire book is that Margaret forgot there was no school the next day. Yes, that is if you I I made a mental note of that, too. Like, if you don't have school the next day as a kid, you know, I don't care if your dad is a plant monster or not. I would know that I was (laughs) off from fucking school. You're a kid. That's like your whole life. It's your kid job to, like, go to school. (laughs) It's like, okay, I don't have work tomorrow. So fucking of course you would remember that the least believable. shit. (laughs) So so using her day off, uh, Margaret goes down to her father's bedroom check on her dad and finds him gone uh but his bed is moving (gasps) why is his bed moving it's covered in dirt what's that about the bed is full of worms and and bugs bugs. (laughs) yes which i think is grosser than just worms yes in my opinion yes bugs are Um, yeah it depends yeah some bugs are cool like i'll take a jumping spider any day but worms they crawl around but what are they gonna do insects they like jump yeah, like, they'll get you. They'll get you. They'll come at you. Oh my god, a silverfish? Blech. Fuck yeah. no. Oh no, 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 no. So we get yet another cliffhanger. And at this point, I would just say the book goes into like maximum overdrive. At this point, like <laughs> we've had ten chapters of like relatively tame, weird dad situation mm-hmm. for ten chapters. At this point, it becomes a goosebumps book. Right. <laughs> at this point, it just was like, all right moving on (laughs) we're fucking in it now boys because margaret's like having a fucking breakdown she tells casey about this his mind is blown he's like okay so dad's fucking terrifying i'm scared of dad he's a plant monster diane's on board she's like call the police call the police about your fucking weird dad (laughs) (laughs) 
This is why I love Diane. But then Margaret's like, is there a law against being a mad scientist? I mean, fair question. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't matter because dad made lunch. It's delicious green. Mm, I remember when my parents made green for me when I was a kid. (laughs) I hate the food scene in this book. Yes, it's incredibly awful what's so long that his their dad's like you gotta eat it eat it (laughs) yeah it's so he's so adamantly like okay so what happens is the uh dad uh dr brewer is saying uh, he he like you know hey kids time for some lunch brings uh gets uh two bowls puts them on the table The, the kids sit down and he's just like okay eat and the bowls are described as like containing just green snot basically just like nasty green shit and they're both like oh this smells awful what the fuck is this and the dad's just like i told you to fucking eat it (laughs) eat tadakimasu and then eats the fucking green snot shit but yeah, the dad gets really, really, really pushy. He describes them as his guinea pigs. Which yeah, again, if you want to get if you want to get someone to eat something, don't call him a guinea pig. No, that reminds me of a story of my my parents. My mom uh, had a had a thing of milk, and she gave it to my dad, and was like, "Hey, uh, drink this, drink this." My dad's like, uh, "Okay," and then takes a full swig, spits it out, and is like, "It was curdled. It was." all curdled and my mom's like yeah i thought it smelled bad oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that that reminds me that when i came back from disney world uh when i was a kid uh i I was staying with my cousin and her children and i opened their fridge we've been gone for you know like a week and a half Mm -hmm. and so i opened her fridge and they had milk in there (laughs) doing a thing i've never done in my entire life (laughs) standing in full view of my cousin just drank out of the carton it was curdled completely (laughs) (laughs) and i was like why did i do that So well, in, the, in the midst of dad, like, screaming the kids have to eat, he also points out that Aunt Eleanor is fine. <laughs> yeah. That, that Aunt Eleanor is fine and their mom's coming home. And I guess he wanted them to tell mom what great kids they'd been eating his disgusting slop. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like, the convergence of all these events, right? Because we're running out of time. Uh, dad's boss, Mr. Martinez, shows up. And it's like, hey, kids, how's it going? I came here to check on your dad and see what cool stuff he's been doing. And they're like, oh, perfect timing. (laughs) And they do the classic pour the food out in the sink. No, no, they didn't pour it out in the sink. They poured it out in the trash can. Oh, you're right. I have a note here where I'm like, no, pour it out in the sink. What are you doing? Exactly. You could just grind it up in the garbage disposal or something. He's going to find it if you throw it in the trash can. True, true, true. It's a bad plan, but they often have those. Yeah, so. and it ends up not mattering at all, so. Nope. No, it doesn't matter whatsoever. Mr. Martinez shows up. He's very affable and friendly. He wants to He wants to see Dad's work. And Casey's like, maybe Dad will get his job back. To which Margaret said, if Dad makes plant animal people, he won't need a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's how science works. <laughs> yeah, just get the plant clones to do everything for you. You don't need a job. The chapter ends, like, bizarrely, also. They just, like, don't talk about the next thing that happens. Like, it's it's very weird to me compared to the show. Like, Martina shows up. They go in the basement. 
End of chapter. Cut to dad leaving to go fix their neighbor's sink. Yep. It's just like, not talking about Mr. Martinez. He's just gone. (laughs) We just assume that he's just, he left or something. In the the show, they make a point of like definitely hammering that. Dad, who I would like to note again at this point, we think is a plant clone. Yes. Goes over to fix Mr. Henry's sink. So he still knows how to do that. (laughs) Ponder that one. Butter than a, a plant even knows what a sink is. <laughs> but let alone is like, oh yeah, I know about socket wrenches. Especially um, when he could just easily call him up and be like, hey, yeah, uh, something came up. Uh, I'm a plant now. I'll see you later. <laughs> but he does it anyway. And they're like, they're like, okay, we're going to go back down to the basement. This is our time. This is the chance we need to do this. But dad previously installed locks on the door, which I just like to note, if you're a scientist doing any science at home, you should probably have a lock on the door. Yeah. I mean, if you have kids at home, I mean, come on. <laughs> that's not that weird. It's, no. It's not that, that's not that weird. I mean, my dad had a, a was a, a he's a, um, a computer engineer uh, and he had locked, he just locked the door. But like, it doesn't even matter because Casey just fucking runs over and is like, oh, don't worry about it. I learned how to pick locks. Hell yeah. From Kevin. Ah, uh, the master of lock picking, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, the neighborhood deviant. (laughs) And then Margaret's like, yeah, Kevin's a good person to know. (laughs) It's like, okay. Kevin, Kevin absolutely is going to go to jail in 10 years. (laughs) He's going to be in fucking juvie in like a year. You fucking know Kevin's into some shit. (laughs) (laughs) So they go downstairs in the basement. Uh, they, they, They describe it as one being hot and moist and thick. Of course. The plants are taller. The leaves are slapping against each other and making a soft, wet sound. Oh, God. (laughs) God damn it. This happens multiple times that tomatoes just fall off the vine and plop around. There's a lot of tomato falling in this book. (laughs) And the plants are are established as definitely not normal. Definitely not. (laughs) Casey is like, a plant's got me! Cliffhanger. <laughs> Chapter 14, it's a fucking squirrel. Dude. Yeah, what yeah, the shit the was that? The most disappointing shit ever. <laughs> but hey, it turned out to be a friend. Yeah. Yeah. That this squirrel was our friend. A, a direct quote from the book, <laughs> that squirrel was our friend. Because it leads to a way out. Because yes. Yes, Casey's like, get this fucking squirrel out of here. And he's just like shooing it, shooing it, shooing it till the squirrel j- jumps out of the basement window. Yeah. The uh, book gives you a life lesson. Uh, squirrels are always getting in. And that is true. If you're a homeowner, they are always getting in. Um, <laughs> somewhere in your home, there is a squirrel. <laughs> They're furry cockroaches, this basically. They're basically furry cockroaches. Just know, they're in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, but it turns out there's just been an open window the whole time, which means they didn't even need to do the, the lock-picking shit. They could have just gone in the window. Right. Um, yep. Margaret, like, instantly is like, okay, let's leave. Time to go. <laughs> time to get out. And uh, until they hear, like, noise in the supply closet. And Casey finds Dr. Martinez's jacket and tie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we remember that... Dr. Martinez was here. <laughs> he absolutely was here. And now the kids are like, wait, he ne- wait, did you see him leave? I didn't see him leave. <gasps> He's still here somewhere. What? what happened to him? Where's his body? Where's his body? But there's no time to ponder that because someone's coming into the basement. Oh my God. In a weird cliffhanger, Margaret's like, we have to hide. But then they don't hide at all. They just yeah. leave <laughs> through the window, which the squirrel, who turned out to be a friend, informed them of. <laughs> It does. It's just like a weird. I don't know why they even say would say hide. Why would they just say run? <laughs> There's no hiding to be done. There's no hiding at all. Like this, 
we're entering into a strange part of the book. Um, <laughs> we're entering into some strange things because like in quick succession, dad finds comes in. All right. They sneak out. They go back around back, do a little, you know, Scooby Doo shit. And they're like, oh, we were just outside. And dad's like, you never used to lie to me because they left the door open. Like Kevin can teach you to pick a fucking lock, but he can't teach you to not to leave the door open. <laughs> Come on. Dad explains that Mar- Martinez took his jacket off because he got hot. And then he's like, hey, just don't go back in the basement, guys. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. And then he heads back out to fix that sink, I guess. <laughs> Again, another the sinks are calling me. Well, he needed more tools. He left them tools. Right, right, right. And then they just have a bike ride with Diane and have some tomato soup and an avocado salad. Yep. And they're all very happy because mom's in the back. And they're reading Seventeen and People. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're hanging out of the sassafras tree the sassafras which, tree which is a real thing there are trees called sassafras yeah i i, I searched it because i just it was it was a very i mean he called out a specific tree yeah but a quick search was like ah, they're mostly northeastern part of north america mm. <laughs> so not california yes yeah, so not california <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh this is all very weird i have a note this is all very weird because <laughs> it, it's like it's like jovial bob Got to the basement and got to Martinez's clothing. It was like, oh, wait, I need 30 more pages of the book. <laughs> so they just leave, have a pleasant time riding bikes, reading magazines. Mom's coming home and C- Casey's like, I need to fly a kite today. I need to fly a kite today. <laughs> Jones and for that kite. <laughs> so, but they're like, but where are the kites? Oh, they're in the basement. <gasps> and, and Casey's like, oh, let's go down and get it. They've just like completely forgotten their dad being a weird plant thing. <laughs> it's like totally forgotten this point in the book. They're just like, oh, I'll go down and get the kite from the basement. As if that's a thing we would do and haven't just spent 16 fucking chapters talking about how the basement's bad. <laughs> It this part of the book feels really weird because it it, it like as you said Mario it feels like you know it, it's bloated or specifically so to meet like some kind of quota but the other thing is that for me like the the um act of unlocking the basement and going down there feels like that's going to lead to a resolution. Yes. Yeah. And it feels so weird to just have them be like, oh, let's just escape and then we're found and then we go back and do the same shit again. Because the thing that uh, we kind of glanced over is that when they find the the the, the jacket, does that happen uh, like coming up or that already... No, it already happened. Already happened. Yeah, so that when they find the uh, Mr. Martinez's stuff... Like their their dad has to like be like no he got hot and which is what Mario said but it's like in upcoming right now we're going to find out that Mr Martinez is uh, he also left his pants other clothes and yeah. his wallet and his Amex <laughs> and it's his like, Amex yes which hey charge that up immediately but. <laughs> It just feels disjointed. It feels like Jovial Bob like took the ending of this and like split it up to like run it out. You know, it, it's like all of this stuff should be happening and everything that we're going to talk about right now should have happened after they like picked the lock and got into the basement. Yeah, be- because now that they're back in, they find the clothes they're like, oh, so that was a fucking lie, obviously. Yeah, dad fucking lied again. And they hear like bang on the door. They're like, should we open it? Should we open it? I mean, fucking yeah. Yes, obviously. <laughs> of course. Open the fucking door. 
but it's nailed shut. So then they go and get a fucking claw hammer. Yeah. And the kids, they don't just pry a two by four off the door. They don't just pry that off. I, 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 this is wild to me. They pry the whole fucking door off of its hinges. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> Look, they're kids. They don't know. But they're just like, oh, uh, fuck. Did, did Kevin, did Kevin teach you that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, check this out. If the lock thing doesn't work, just fucking pry the door off. <laughs> fucking uh, adults don't know. Oh my god, what if Kevin is like some 20-year-old fucking delinquent? <laughs> oh no! Oh, Kevin no. works down at the fucking Blockbuster. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Listen, kids, I'm 23 years old. I've wasted my whole fucking life. <laughs> you gotta... If you hear banging from your basement, you gotta pry the door off its hinges. <laughs> also, let me teach you how to how to steal cable. Also, let me teach you. Someone comes at you, take your palm... Into the nose. They're breaking the nose because right in the fucking brain kills them instantly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, so they open the door to, I would say, one of the grossest things I've read in a Goosebumps book or seen in Goosebumps, not represented well on the TV show. Uh, it's fuck. It, this room, this room is it, it's trucked up, gang. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, uh, there's just a bunch of plants in there with human limbs, and I don't just mean like, oh, this plant has a hand growing out of it. It does. It has a hand without any fucking fingers on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a plant that has legs where its stem should be. <laughs> there's a tomato with a human face, which is moaning and sighing. There's a ton of faces everywhere fingerless hands are like reaching out to them it's it's the best it's amazing it's fucking nasty it's, in there it's really horrifying like it, it kicks ass it, is we, what you're when saying you put together the, the sounds that these poor creatures are making like, yeah i think it's described by their fathers like oh they weren't happy it's like this goes beyond not being happy man mm-hmm. like this is fucked up but there's also something else down there and Margaret's like, there's some legs over here, which are attached to a body. <laughs> oh, these ones are. <laughs> and it's and it's dad. It's <gasps> dad. Dad. He's been bound and gagged. But Casey's like, oh, no, dad is uh, up at the airport. <laughs> Casey. Dad's picking up mom. Casey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously. My Casey. God. And then Casey's like, he has leaves on his head, though, Margaret. Which, as if the other dad doesn't also have the leaves, Casey, that, what does that, but Margaret's like, it's just a side effect, which, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, all right. Not uh, super good. Uh, She, like, removes the gag, which makes sense. And dad's like, I've been down here for days. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, no, that's not your dad. That's a plant. Also, Dr. Martinez is here. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's over there. He's right over like, there. Like, oh, okay. Uh, Margaret takes makes the executive decision to untie their dad. He's like, I'll explain everything. Immediately, he does not explain anything. Yeah. Gets up, fucking bolts, and grabs an axe. And is yeah. just like, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Which we, uh, that's the, the, um, the cliffhanger at the end of the chapter. Right. Is that... Oh, he was really grabbing the axe because guess who's here? It's, it's other dad. It's plant dad and mom. And mom. And mom, mom is there yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, their dad is like, okay, first of all, real dad. Uh, we're, I'm, I'm going to say real dad. He's like described as sweating and breathing heavily, holding the axe. <laughs> like, like axes are heavy. I recognize that. 
they're not that heavy. <laughs> Look, he's dealing with a couple days of uh, no water, no fucking food. He, he, I mean, there was also the description of him being untied where he was like moaning. Like, uh, yes, like, yeah, I didn't love that. <laughs> that was uh, okay. Uh, uh, but so other dad comes yeah. down and is like, here's your mom. <laughs> And they do the, oh, but which one's the real? He's the plant. No, he's the plant. Oh. It's literally that Spider-Man meme it's where they're the both Spider-Man pointing meme. at each other. 100%. <laughs> Can I note that mom bizarrely says, kids, what have you done? Yeah. Dude, yes, this made me incredibly angry, actually. Yeah, like, Jesus <laughs> right? Christ. Like, like, holy shit, mom. Like, 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 I agree with Rachel. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, you come downstairs and see a bunch of crazy shit, and you don't immediately, like, start yelling at your husband. Be like, what the Who's fuck a fucking did you scientist? do? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, this is clearly all your fault. Yeah. No, it was like, you know, I, I was complaining to Bob about it. I was so upset. I was like, how could she blame these kids? Her husband's in full. But it's, it's like that moment when reality crashes down upon you and you have to <laughs> face your husband, but you don't want to. But your kids like brought out the truth, but like you don't want to. So you blame it on your kids and not your husband, you know? Like, I will say that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about uh, for this ending is that, man, it is fucking grim. I agree. That Mrs. Brewer can't <laughs> fucking tell which one of them is real. Dude, no shit. Like, it's fucking holy wh- shit. <laughs> you Whoa. had children with this man. Also, one of them is wearing a Dodgers hat, which you um, wouldn't you immediately if you saw another dad not wearing the Dodgers hat, which you've in, previously established that he's never worn a hat before, like in his life. Wouldn't you right. be like, yeah. oh, yep, okay, a pretty obvious giveaway mm-hmm. <laughs> of which mm-hmm. one is the not dad. <laughs> if, the other giveaway I think that they don't take into consideration is that they find this real the real dad in the closet with mr martinez yes. i think mm-hmm. that's like a big <laughs> yeah yeah if it yeah. was if it was just the dad then it's like oh shit yeah Did, okay so maybe he was the real dad was keeping the fake dad down here yeah uh, the clone i guess uh, that he's referred to as but uh keeping him in there and then just like trying to keep him away from the children and stuff but i don't know if see for me it's like why would you even keep him around like keep the plant clone around know. just exactly, just immediately yeah. set it on fire like yeah like i no absolutely not i don't know so margaret just like walks over and takes the axe <laughs> it's like yeah i'm yep. just i'll be borrowing this today <laughs> but her dad her real dad is like princess no <laughs> so she thinks to herself oh this will be a real dad. And if you're watching the TV version, it ends there. <laughs> but if you're yeah. reading the book, yeah. that's not sufficient for Margaret. Which, I mean, to be fair, probably better safe than sorry. But she's like, Casey, get that knife over there. Yep. yep. <laughs> so Casey runs over, gets a knife, Margaret takes it, and just fucking stabs just sticks her him. dad. <laughs> just shanks him. Just shanks him. <laughs> And he's like, ah, fuck. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ow. What, what did you do? And confirms that he bleeds red. <gasps> so that means that he's a human. <laughs> and the other one is a plant man. So she gives her dad the axe and her dad just like, bam. <laughs> it's like chops other dad in half vertically. Dude, <laughs> I I would love it 
if they did that in the show. I'm that would seriously. have been killer. But they're, they'd go a different route, and I think it's for this reason. Because yes. a man being chopped in half with an axe as their innards are all green and goopy and spill out everywhere is, ugh. I don't think the kids would enjoy it. I think that would, I think there would be more lasting imagery in that, sh- in the show if they did it that way. But yeah, it was fucking awesome though. It was incredible. <laughs> yes. This was, this was the moment where this is the, the jovial Bob trademark, amazing goosebumps moment, which very yes. much similarly to the previous, uh, welcome to dead house book. Like when people melt. Yes. <laughs> like this is that, but for this book. Yeah, I was gonna say this book in general had way fewer moments like on the Welcome to Dead House where it was like, oh hell yeah. Yeah. This it, it's way slower and it it saves its oh hell yeah moment for like right now. Uh and it is pretty fucking cool. But it's only admittedly. one of them. It's just like I, I mean I guess the plant uh people part is kinda cool. It's spooky. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's it, it, they're so only now is this happening? Yeah, uh, and they just killed her dad, and uh, <laughs> his dad's like, uh, I guess my my daughter knew, and she goes, No, I knew my dad would have red blood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the dad's like, uh, I have definitely fucked up this relationship. I <laughs> I have a lot of work to do. They're just like, oh, uh, Martinez is here too. Let's get him out. <laughs> and uh, everything goes back to normal. Martinez is like, oh, this is pretty fucking, hey man, uh, these plants are pretty fucking cool. You can have your job. <laughs> yes, seriously, what the hell? He's totally okay with that. He's like, wowee. You're great. <laughs> hey, thanks for getting me out of that basement. You gave your job back. Uh, sorry you put me in there in the first place. But uh... but yeah, he doesn't like give him his job back overtly. It's just like, hey, you need a bigger place to work on this stuff. And I'm immediately like, no. No, no. No, he no that's the last thing he needs. Yeah, it's no. weird. Because he needs less. He says that he'll talk to the board members to get his job back, but it seems like that's this is the exact reason why the board members let him go in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to go to the board and tell them that you've not only been doing the same shit that you got fired for, <laughs> but have somehow managed to jerk off enough into these planters <laughs> that you have created whole ass human th- like hands and feet and entire people (laughs) yep it's a great job i'm sure they'll let you back (laughs) so dad uh then murders all the plants which okay at this point we have to acknowledge that dad um maybe should not be a scientist (laughs) seriously (laughs) the good ending to this would be him just being like you know what i'm gonna become a manager (laughs) (laughs) so like he he explains that he was making a super plant and that he accidentally cut his hand on a slide, which I, I have done. And um, like just, it got mixed with plant molecules, which you have done. And he says, I'm a scientist. So I didn't think it was gross, which you have done. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but apparently he says literally that he just kept making plant clothes. Yeah. And like he putting them in the closet. He couldn't stop. Like he was just too excited. I mean, and I thought, well, I mean, a for honesty, I guess. Like, yeah. But it's like if you if you think back to what's in the closet. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. What is like? I just kept making fucked up, awful plant human hybrids and being like, um. 
closet the fact, <laughs> if you ever make something closet? if you ever make something as a scientist that you feel the need to put into a closet to keep <laughs> it away from people probably something bad's happening <laughs> like oh i was i was so excited because i kept making these tomatoes that would like endlessly scream <laughs> Like, it was so cool. And so I just made, like, 80 of them and put them all in the fucking closet. Yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, the, the plant clone just imitated his madness that had, you know, already set in. Right. True. Yeah. This, this dude needs to be locked up. I'm sorry. Like, he's like, all right, uh, lock you up. Got it. Next thing. <laughs> uh, but he's like, uh, so then dad just fucking murders all these plants, which uh, are apparently, he describes that they were suffering. So he had to kill them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or well, um, he, he kills almost all of them. Not uh, all there of them. were there were a few normal ones that he can put in the yard because mom's like, oh no, all of them. <laughs> See, that's the thing though. I was like, no, there's no way. Like you don't know what's been. What is? Are these plants actually normal? And then of course, it, you know, we're and coming to that. Not, part. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So dad's like, don't worry, gang. As an apology, I'm building the best game room ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck yeah, but fuck yeah, I would never go down that basement ever again. I wouldn't care what the hell you put no, down in there. Nope. No, I watched my dad murder someone. <laughs> Honestly, probably need to move. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. A lot of trauma in that house. Just fucking forward through time. Margaret's in the garden hanging out as you do, and she's just hanging with some flowers. And suddenly, a flower is like Margaret. I'm your dad. Yeah. Hey, Margaret. I'm your dad. <laughs> I'm really your dad. I'm really your I'm dad. I'm the real dad. I'm, I'm the your real dad. Which is so frightening that for a second I could see myself being like, is this really my dad? Just because of all the creepy shit that happened. But like, obviously, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 This, this brings up a great point about the TV show now, right? Because now is the time for TV time. TV time. But the ending of the show, it's very clear that that was their real dad that that they saved. Yes. Yeah. Because there's like a thousand plants and they all start saying Yeah, they're all like, I'm your dad. No, I'm your dad. No, I'm your dad. No, I'm your dad. Hey, I'm your dad. (laughs) Like evil (laughs) monster mash voices. Right, yeah. So they're they're not her dad, obviously. In the book, it's like there's one plant. Yeah. And because you can't hear the voice, maybe it is. I mean, like... Yeah, like in the book, it, it definitely, they play with the idea that like... Uh, the lack of like trust yes. and what really happened uh, like going on in there and who was the first person to like get hurt and all that stuff, you know, get hurt with the slide. And also uh, the dad goes back in the basement a few times like, yeah. and he claims to destroy the plants, but I mean, it sets up the possibility that maybe he isn't right. And he's been working on this stuff for such a long time at this point right. that like, a, a lot of stuff could have happened in between then. And they make a point in the book as opposed to the show, because in the show, it's very clear who's real and who's not, you know? Yes. Oh, definitely. Like the the hat for one thing, but, uh, which is just a blue hat with a yellow it's, S on it, which... It, it's a sports hat. Sports. <laughs> S for sports. S for sports. I actually looked that up thinking that it was like a real team, and of course it's not. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, in, in, the, in, the, in the book, it's like... I, there really is that question of like you know in John Carpenter's thing like the thing yeah. it's like wh- who is you really get that impression at the end of it like who is re- is this really the dad and they've fully devolved 
and you know they they're suddenly yeah. Just, but the fact that the plant actually like in the show it's very funny because in order to make the plants like which were I think they were just like sunflowers or something they were yes uh, in order to make them look like they're talking to Margaret someone just out of frame is like shaking them as they talk which is very <laughs> cute but uh, in the book it's like does the plant does the little flower have a mouth on it is that how it's talking like. Oh my god, good point. Like, how is it talking? In the book, there's definitely more possibility for it to be the dad. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of I'm I'm going a long way, but that leads into no. I mean, it just means that there's there's way there's more ways it could be the dad. Like, yeah, it could have a mouth. It could have a face. Yeah, it could. I mean, also the dad explain like the way the teleport thing works. There's more room for that to have happened. You know. Like, yeah, and there. Are, Honestly, that leads into my uh, sort of like theory, uh, if we want to get into that, which is that in the book, it, there is a real, there is a possibility that the whole family are plants at this point, and that mm. they're all like they have all been infected or like fucked up somehow by the goings on in the basement to the point where like because that that one line where uh the dad is describing like um how the the dna like sequencer works or whatever the fuck they're doing down there i mean they kept also eating sandwiches <laughs> yeah <laughs> like <and> real food <laughs> so, well so here's I the thing <laughs> later on you know what they ate what avocados tomato soup and avocado salad what are those made out of plants <laughs> <laughs> Well, the other thing is, of course, that the plants like hug them or like aren't. Yeah, to kill that's them. the thing that got me thinking. Like, well, shit, there. You know, there was that whole long thing about like, oh, they weren't trying to like hurt us. They were just, you know, trying to. And for me, that screamed. Those were their real parents, <laughs> and they were fully plants, <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> like embracing them and being like, please. Please, but they didn't want to hurt him. I can totally see that. Maybe, maybe. See, but that's the cool thing that Mara, you were talking about. Like in the show, there's no chance. Like it's just no. It it is very clear cut. Like the only thing that's scary about the ending of that is that oh shit, there are more plants that need to be destroyed. Well, yeah, there's more evil plants. Yeah, we gotta uh, set fire to this entire fucking house. To begin with, let me say that of all of the things that Netflix has done wrong, and that's many things, uh, s- allowing you to skip the intro on Goosebumps is <laughs> rude. the fucking greatest crime. Incredibly <laughs> rude. Uh, I also th- thought this is a special, and it's not. So there is no RL intro for this show. Yeah, incredibly rude. So yeah, unfortunately, um, this uh, TV version is a pretty heavily redacted version of the book a yeah. pretty heavily like i don't want to say that it's simply a bad thing because there's a lot of downtime in the book that yeah. doesn't even be there yeah totally but uh, some stuff makes more sense it definitely feels way more rushed it definitely oh yeah it, yes. like we're booking well we um, we start immediately with mom leaving yeah and the whole scene is overdubbed because <laughs> which and really badly by the way uh, because the wind is so fucking out of control in their the location they're shooting at. Canada. Let's let, let's stress something. Let's stress something right now. As I have a note right here, this is not California. <laughs> yeah, this is extremely it. not California. <laughs> <laughs> they literally in the book say it's hot and sunny even in winter. Yes. This is clearly a late fall, early winter in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But yeah, they immediately start off with uh, mom leaving because sister is uh, having surgery. And yeah, already at the very beginning, 
much better version of Casey on the TV yeah. show than yeah. the book. He has a cool yeah. jacket for one thing. Yeah, definitely. Also, they well, no, say anything about Casey. Well, go talk, talk about Casey. Tell you about Casey. This Casey. <laughs> well, first off, um, he isn't a little shit. Also, <laughs> uh, Im- immediately the nickname Fatso has been completely redacted. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. God. The only nickname that sh- that uh, Margaret has is Princess. That's fine. And that's <laughs> perfectly fine. And right out the gate, immediately we get Margaret being like, "He doesn't call me Princess anymore, and it's bullshit, and I hate him." So that's when uh, this version of Casey um, doesn't not playing Frisbee right now because well, way too fucking windy. <laughs> no, no. But uh, the TV's version of Casey is better mainly because no pranks. Yes. No pranking happening. Yeah, I don't think we have any Casey fake out scares. I don't think that happens at all. I think maybe there was a little tiny mini jump scare with um, Casey tapping margaret on the shoulder but it's not much it's way less in the book for sure for sure uh also i was gonna say they in the book the first two times they go in the basement are just for like fun they're like let's just go check out the basement yeah in the show there are reasons they go down the basement the first two times like in the first like they go down to the basement to get their dad to drive their mom to the airport right he's not down there uh so he does the stay out of the basement from the top of the stairs. And from the top of his lungs. <laughs> from the top. Oh, yeah, he fucking goes. <laughs> stay out of the basement! And then uh, that's the other note that I have here. The TV version, way more, quote, stay out of the basement, unquote, phrasing. <laughs> like, way more <laughs> of that state uh, that phrase being said. But, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, the, uh, the but the I think that them going into the basement... Um, makes more it makes more practical sense in the show yes but i feel like a big reason they went into the basement in the first place was because diane dared them to in the book and diane does not exist exactly in the show she is gone unfortunately so is uh what was his name kevin 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 is no kevin they do not know kevin they do no kevin nope yeah like they so the second time which would have been diane being like let's check out the basement they, uh, Casey, instead of watching a movie, is playing a video game, which uh, has an 8-bit Goosebumps theme. It's incredible. I love it. Fucking rules. I really uh, hope that that exists somewhere. I'm sure a fan has made it. But they're like, they hear just nightmare sounds <laughs> from yeah. the basement. Like, clearly not normal sounds. <laughs> yeah, and Casey's just like, eh, it's whatever. It's just <laughs> fucking. And they actually go down there, which is crazy, because if that were me, I would have just ran out of the house. Yeah, these kids 100%, 100%. are brave. They're like, what the fuck is going on? We need to investigate. So they go down, which we get, we get our, like, the plants are breathing. Yep. The plants are there's big plants. The basement also we should note there's no rec room down there. The 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 bizarrely incongruous dual basement thing is not in this show. Incredibly unfortunate because this ver- the TV version of the basement is like a slightly bigger walk-in closet. It's just nothing. There's it's so so small. In the book it feels huge. It feels like it's another floor yeah. on the house. Uh, but I guess well in His California, shirt is they have- three yards away, they say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, wait, I just realized, do Californians have basements? No. Oh, so this entire <laughs> the entire premise for this book doesn't make any fucking sense. 
Okay. Yep. So at least it makes more sense in the TV show because it's clearly Canada. Uh, everyone in Canada has a basement. Everybody in Canada has a basement. <laughs> That's where they store syrup, probably. <laughs> All the maple trees so that they can get the, so that they can farm mm-hmm. the syrup. Oh my God. <laughs> like in Virginia, the bottom floor of our houses are like basements. Mm. So it's an entire like air. It's an entire floor of a house. So it's, it's big. It's huge. So yeah, I was getting that kind of vibe from the book, but apparently yeah. it doesn't make any sense. But in the show, it's just fucking so tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny. Well, uh, Casey points out, I wonder if Daz's doing the rainforest, which I already brought this up. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, Casey? Also, <laughs> doing the rainforest. Another thing that uh, makes me uh, like Casey more in the sh- in the show versus the book. Uh, no, uh, he's playing the game, the Goosebumps game rather than, uh, watching like blood and guts and gore Yes, on the TV. So he's not a little fucking psycho. He also doesn't take his shirt off. He just takes off his jacket. Yes. And he has a, that makes sense. Yeah, actually makes sense. Also really happy that there's no Diane to make a creepy comment about his hot bod. <laughs> this is true, but I really miss her commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Diane would have been a nice um, character. I miss her insight. So I miss her insight. Yeah. <laughs> Especially about the cops, uh, <laughs> Arresting their well, surely, like being a mad scientist has got to be illegal. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, actually, I think you got a good point there. I mean, definitely, I think that there probably should be a law against the plant thing he's doing. For sure. <laughs> definitely, <Yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, Margaret notably pricks her finger on an angry vine. Yes. The vine, the vines have much more strength in this in the show. Mm-hmm. She has to really pull to get away from the uh, plants, and it pricks her finger. This is important for later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, like, again, we have the whole case of this jacket downstairs. He has to go down and get it. But there's no Mr. Henry. So instead of her, their dad being just, like, distracted by a conversation, he just very slowly <laughs> enters the house. <laughs> like, so weirdly, like, yeah, as he's walking up, he's, like, inspecting the tree. He's, like, looking at the plants on the on the porch. Which, he's a botanist, okay. You know, right. Yeah, he's checking up on everything. But, like, but, I just don't understand why in the book and in the show they, that Margaret didn't, like, get the idea to, like, just go out and stall him. Like, yeah, these kids yeah. need to learn that, like, oh, if you want something, to, <laughs> if you want a person to stay in a specific spot, you can actually affect that change by going out there. And being like, hey, dad, so uh, how's work? Uh, was the drive good? Uh, what are you doing in the basement, huh? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. All this is irrelevant because he doesn't find them in the basement like in the book because Margaret never goes down to rescue Casey. Casey just goes down, gets his jacket, and leaves. Th- what happens is <laughs> they're standing next to the basement door and their dad just says, did you go in the basement? And they say yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These kids. Oh just lie. <laughs> As well as the book, their dad in this setting, which I'm pretty sure at this point is still a human dad, is is way more relaxed about it and is like, are you okay immediately? He yeah. immediately asks, are you okay? As opposed to being cagey about it. Yeah. And then he like sits them down, explains that he's trying to cross the plants, and then uh, that's it. <laughs> that's 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 that. <laughs> yep. I mean, it just feels more clear that this guy is still human at this point in the story. But then uh, randomly, we just get the scene where he eats the plant food. It just it just happens. Yeah. It just also, uh, there's a <laughs> there's an amazing scene where Margaret's telling her mom this yes, stuff, yep. and the dad just steals the phone. Yes. And <laughs> says. Bye. <laughs> we miss you. I will. Bye. 
<laughs> okay, to set that up, there, there's more that happens there. First off, uh, when the call is happening, Margaret tells her mom, uh, dad's eating plant food, and her mom says, I'm sure it's just for work. Yep. <laughs> What the hell, mom? <laughs> so this entire time, uh, like he yanks the phone away and he's talking to Margaret's mom. He's talking to his wife. But the entire time he's like doing it really monotone and just being like, yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great. Okay. I'll see you when you get home. But also imagine the entire time he's staring daggers at Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's yes. just staring at, staring her fucking down. It's, but then he goes, bye. <laughs> bye. Uh. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, we totally forgot to mention uh, in the basement in the show, there is an amazing green light setup down there. Yes. It's yes. just like green lights everywhere. It's amazing. I love it. It's very green. It's like their dad's a razor fucking gamer and has RGB lighting all throughout the fucking thing. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, so Margaret, instead of like having questions to ask her dad, does not when that's when that's when she goes to his bedroom instead she just hears him being a fucking freak like, he's just like he's just like <sighs> he's seriously making noises <laughs> she's like i better go check that <laughs> better figure out what the fuck is going on there so he goes in the bathroom and instead of the like frisbee reveal of the leaves both the cut and the leaves are revealed in this yep. bathroom both which the- makes sense i mean you know what doesn't make sense though why there are venetian blinds to their bathroom <laughs> Like, what the fuck was that? So you could just Mom and dad are into some weird stuff. (laughs) Oh my god. So, so, uh, and then again, okay, here's the thing that makes more sense. In the show, she, like, makes a sound and runs away, and the dad actually does follow her. Yes. Yeah. And, like, just looms over her bed. But not, like, necessarily menacingly. He's more just like, hmm. Hmm. And she's pretending to sleep hard yes it is the <laughs> yes. most stressful <laughs> acting like you're sleeping i have ever seen like her she is slamming is her eyelids shut her whole <laughs> face is pinched if he walked around the bed and looked at it, he'd be like oh my I, god I, I definitely know you're awake <laughs> so then uh we follow that up with him making them breakfast which is the plant slop yeah which looks very gross which looks like spinach and avocado and Yogurt. It looked like some beans in there, some green <laughs> There's beans. There's definitely spinach in there. That's yeah. definite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He he doesn't do the DNA conversation. He just says, "I'm making a plant that's an animal." Like straight up, yep. he says that to them. Um, and he all the eating scene is still very uncomfortable. I, I still was like, Ugh. and then Doctor Merrick. Yeah, they changed uh, the name. It's yep, not Martinez. Not Martinez. Merrick. So this is interesting. This is interesting. I looked this up because. Dr. Merrick sounds a lot like various people that I've worked with. And so I looked up where he's from. Uh, his name is Frant Alianak. Got it? Got it. One. <laughs> Got it. Uh, he's uh, a cartoon-born Armenian-Canadian. But here's the thing. In the movie Pontypool, he played Dr. Mendez. <laughs> huh. So 
So apparently, it's actually not that weird for you to have been Dr. Martinez. <laughs> That's interesting. But instead they changed Dr. Merrick, which I can only think of the villain from Yu-Gi-Oh! So the entire <laughs> time, I thought what he was gonna, if maybe he was trying to steal their father's Egyptian god cards. Um, <laughs> During this scene, um, if you if you listen hard, you can hear their conversation that, the, mm-hmm. that uh, Brewer is having with Merrick. Oh yeah. While the kids are like, I think they scoop it into the trash in this one, or did they put it into mm-hmm. the sink? I forget. They what. put it in the trash. Yeah, because trash. I couldn't. I don't remember because I was listening to Doctor Brewer say, "quote They were good numbers. They were yep. very, very <laughs> good numbers." <laughs> I also wrote that down. They were good man. numbers. Oh, what kind of numbers were they? Oh, 69, 420. <laughs> 420. 8,008. <laughs> oh, man. That's cool. <laughs> so, uh, they, they're like, they, the kids are like outside spying on them in the basement. And also, the tendrils of the plants are like in the yard now, too. Yep. Yeah. They're like expanding out of the basement because Casey like gets attacked by one and their dad hears him and comes out. And <laughs> they. Ask him if he's a mad scientist, and he says, I'm an angry scientist. (laughs) I love that. Also, at this point, it's really becoming apparent how weird it is that the dad is constantly wearing his lab coat around the house. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's why it, I, it's like, he's trying to impress his children. Like, no, <laughs> I am doing very doctor work. I mean, that's the thing. Like you don't even have to wear a lab coat in your own. Home. It's your house. <laughs> it's very strange. Dr. Merrick's wife calls and ask if they've seen him. Yes. Because yeah. he's Did you catch her number that she asked? Yes. Five, 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 Oh, one, Oh, one. I want that number so bad. <laughs> I wonder what the what we should try and call that number. I what I wonder. Actually, I'm going to try and call it right now. Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> this will be great. <laughs> Trust me. Five five five, oh one oh one. No, I don't want to add it to my contacts. Damn it! You, you need the area code. That's a three-digit mm. number, and I have no ah, idea what whatever. that would be. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing if a woman answered and was like, "Have you seen my husband?" Oh my god! <laughs> no, it would have been even better if it was like, "Hi, I'm R.L. Stein." <laughs> uh, also, Dad has hidden Mom's number, so the kids can't call her. Yes, which is very threatening. Yeah, that, that is like you know we talk about red flags a lot these days. Yeah. Dad's got a lot of red flags going on. Yep. <laughs> also, I will say just as another a comment about uh, apparel happening in the house when it shouldn't. Uh, yeah. If you thought that the uh, kids having their shoes on in the house was a book thing, no, it's it's a it's a TV show thing too. At one point, the kids are uh, told to go to their rooms. And uh, they sleep not only with all of their clothes on, but also with their shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) So after that point, uh, well, during that point or in that that kind of exchange, Margaret uh, sneaks into the dad's room and hides under his bed. Yes. So the worm scene happens with the dad in the room and the worms apparently are actually falling off of dad. Yeah. Which is, I think is great. That's amazing. But he also drops Merrick's wallet, like just, oops. (laughs) And we get the classic uh, reaching down for an item under your bed, but not looking under your bed. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it's very funny how he reaches down and doesn't look, uh, mainly because he is so wildly off. (laughs) 
<laughs> like <laughs> he goes way nearly smacks Margaret in the face. Just like, no, that's nowhere near where you drop the wallet, but whatever. Well, he, so at this point they just like decide, all right, we have to, we have to go in the basement and we have to destroy these plants. Like dad leaves for some reason. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think we actually know why he leaves. He just goes away <laughs> for some reason. And they're like, all right, let's get down to the basement. And so they bring weed killer. Yeah. And a crowbar. <laughs> oh, wait, did we mention worm bed? Yeah. yeah. Worm, oh, yeah. well, so the worms fall off. Mark crawls out of the bed and discovers worm bed. And it's just worms. There's no other bugs. In there. No it's other just bugs, worms. just worms. And that's the thing that I think Rachel mentioned, like, oh, my God, I remember this because of that. No, it was actually the very, very end. Oh, the very end. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will mention that um, in the, the uh, Goosebumps intro, if I remember correctly, Wormbed is featured very prominently. Uh, <laughs> like, I think that there is a, uh, at the beginning, they show it like a, a clip show uh, during the song. Yeah. yeah of all yeah. of the great moments from Goosebumps uh, TV show. Of course. And uh, Wormbed <laughs> makes it. Worm, and I just have in my notes, Wormbed kicks ass. We can move on. Wormbed kicks ass. Uh, so they, they go to the basement and uh, it's, the first of all, there's a Margaret plant clone. Um it's the one that she pricked her finger on before. Right. Now has her face in it. Um, so they, they kill that. <laughs> they, they kill that. Just, just murder that thing. They just, Get they just kill that. The, they find their dad very quickly. This, of course, happens all very fast. Uh, I would just say their dad looks like a fucking psycho. <laughs> like, yes. He yeah. looks so sick. <laughs> just he looks so gross in the green light. Like, I don't know if they also put green makeup on him, but he looks nasty. Yeah. So we get the same confrontation. Fake dad comes down. He's like, no, he's a plant clone. I'm the real one. Except he says it in the most obviously I'm a plant (laughs) way. It's so clear. But also, here's the thing. The axe is gone. Yes. Yep. It's just whether or not Margaret is going to spray them with weed killer. Mm -hmm. And their dad's like, no, spray him. It doesn't. Hey, gang. (laughs) Just spray fucking both of them. Yeah, exactly. I mentioned that to Rachel while we were while we were watching. It was just like, well, just you don't even have to spray both of them like completely. Just have them like do a fucking uh, uh, John Carpenter's the thing. Have them both hold out their hands and put some weed killer on their hands and see what fucking happens. Like, yeah, I mean, if I were the real dad, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead, spray me. I mean, yeah, uh, just do it. Yeah, yes, (laughs) yeah. And then uh, also before we move on, I did want to say before that, uh, uh, Mark. Margaret can be heard saying, grab anything we can use to protect ourselves. Who knows what those plants can do? (laughs) Can we talk about the fact that in the show and the book, these plants are not really a threat at all and don't do anything particularly bad? Yeah. No, not at all. That's why I thought there was maybe something like... Wouldn't it be cooler? I think you could really come back to this and kind of, you know, uh, spruce it up. (laughs) 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 Uh, Because... You can have, like, Dr. Brewer's clone, like, be in control of the plants and actually pose a fucking threat, you know? Sure, yeah. Like, you can also take it into a place where maybe Dr. Brewer's been going at this for much longer, and the pe- mm-hmm. and the plants downstairs are actually fully transformed people that have been mm-hmm. turned into plants rather than plants that are just starting to become sentient. Well, it's like all the covers that show a child being strangled by vines are really misleading. Yeah. Because, well, it does happen... <laughs> It's it's very minor. Yeah. It, the vines are not the threat in this book at all. Right. It's just very weird. Anyway, they melt plant 
doctor. They melt him completely. Yep. And then they just have dinner. Uh, hamburgers for everybody. I'm getting, I'm getting hamburgers for everybody. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I have written down. But more importantly, Dr. Merrick and mom are now there. Yep. And they're just so jovial about the whole thing. Just <laughs> like mom's-, mom's like, I, you never mentioned you'd made a plant clone of yourself to me. I just can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> and just so jokey about it. And uh, she has a joke where she's like, oh, I mentioned that, uh, you know, my kids were growing like weeds. I didn't know how close to reality I actually was. I think I think the writer who wrote that was like. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it feels like the entire time, like every time they say one of those jokes, it feels like the end of like a Scooby-Doo episode where they have the music sting like immediately and then the show credits. <laughs> yep. and then we get the multiple flowers yes as dad yes the 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 person slightly out of frame shaking a dandelion vigorously (laughs) to (laughs) emulate it like yelling at um, a a little girl i'm your dad i'm your dad no i'm your dad oh that was the alternate intro for this podcast where it's it's all of us going like hey i'm your dad (laughs) no i'm your dad But yeah, so uh, what did we think of, overall, the second Goosebumps book? You know what? I the, I the first story is, I think it's a great introduction. I think it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You don't expect the series to get immediately heavy. There's this grotesque, grotesqueness about what is happening, and then this despair, and this knowledge I, I think of the ending uh, you know with the flower being like no i'm your real dad is this sort of <laughs> stupid <laughs> like metaphor for like the relationship between you know the father and the family's done irreparably More harmed. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like it, 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 mm-hmm. it it's over i don't think his lesson he's definitely not learned any lesson right and the family no. just gets together at the end like no nah, everything's fine i think he uses the words like oh we can just leave this chapter of our life behind and it's just like no we'll just wipe well, you know, we'll just like it's cover like, this like it never how? even happened. How? Know? Because yeah. he's yeah. going to continue his job doing this shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's like it's it's often miserable, this book. Yeah. Like yeah. it's often just like heaping misery on this on on Margaret. Like, yeah. oh, my God. It's like, OK, so dad sucks. Dad's mean. Dad's yelling. Mom's your aunt is sick. Mom is gone. Your aunt is dying. Like it's it's like so much bad stuff happens that's not very fun yeah yeah like on my goosebumps rating system patented (laughs) like if i was going for relatability i mean i think it's very relatable i think it's oh yeah we you know probably a nine or a ten in terms of relatability but that's probably but not a good way yeah it's it's probably too relatable where it's just like oh this is like this isn't a fun romp. This is like real. No, this, <laughs> stay out of the basement could fucking happen. We're, we're, this is a very special episode of Goosebumps. Like so, Teen Zone. We're at a ten. But uh, Arl <laughs> Stein Factor. I'm just gonna do my quick check here. How many times I typed fake out? Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Who? The, I'm sorry. The jovial Bob Stein Factor. <laughs> I'm never gonna remember to say that. I'm gonna call him JB and confuse everybody. <laughs> JB Stein. <laughs> JB Stein. Uh, there 
there were five fake out scares. Oh, so much less than the first. I know. One. I was going to say that. <laughs> so I much forgot less. to mention it. Like that's one of the saving graces of this book is that so few like jump scares compared to Welcome to Dead House. So while well, every chapter does in the cliffhanger, so yeah. that's something. Yeah. But the fake outs are much lower. I'm going to say it's like a six out of ten mm-hmm. on the R.L. Steininess. It doesn't really feel very R. Jovial Bob Steiny. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel. Even very goosebumpsy to me, based on the first book. Yeah, if that's your your metric, and then um, scary scare factor. I mean, the the scary things about it are not the monster, right? Yeah, <laughs> like the scary things about it are like the feeling of uh, being out of place in your own home, not trusting your family, um, being distant from your dad. You're a kind of abusive dad. Like, yeah, real life scary. Ten out of ten. Monster scary, like three out of ten. Like, yeah. So I don't, I don't know what I think about this book. I, yeah, as we're coming back to it now, it's, I don't know. I think I, I think I'd rank it just slightly ahead of Welcome to Dead House, just just a tiny little bit, just because I like the 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 kind of creeping dread that the beginning element uh, that the beginning parts so have. So you'd rank it higher. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, I, I actually would too because just because um it 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 has that it it got me, it hit me. Like I don't want to pick up this book again. Mm. <laughs> I want to just go to the next one. <laughs> like as an adult right. I'm like, this is horrible. This is sad. Um okay, where's the next book? I just want to get this out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I guess I feel like it's a better book than Welcome to Dead House. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's a better Goosebumps book than Welcome mm, to Dead House. Gotcha. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with yeah. that. Yeah, like if, if we're, uh, we will if, if inevitably uh, come up with a, uh, some standards for the Goosebumps series and what they yeah. mean. But as an adult approaching it now, I'd rate it a little bit higher than Welcome to Dead House. But as a kid, I'd probably go for Welcome to Dead House because there's just yes. so much more to like, it's way more, um exciting Accessible. to read it, yeah yeah it, go- yeah it keeps going you know it, it doesn't yeah. feel like it stops yeah. stay out of the basement is like you know it takes a while for it to get going yeah so i guess yeah we'll have to see i think that the the time will time will either be kind or unkind to the house <laughs> as we progress through this series um hmm yeah it's a, it's a curious it's a curious book in the series i would say yeah it, which makes sense um it, it is early on in the goosebumps you know series it, it definitely feels right that it shouldn't have a tim jacobus cover that's something i do feel i feel like it's very right that it has a different cover entirely oh yeah because the vibes are totally different yeah and i also feel like i mean according to the wiki page this was like this is one of the few goosebumps books that's also third person yep so yeah, it, it, all of that makes sense, and it just makes me think of like what could have been, you know, if mm. R.L. Stein leaned hard, or I'm sorry, Jovial Bob J.B. Uh, leaned harder into this style of storytelling rather than like overtly going like more like cartoony. Maybe he does. Maybe Not a Living to Me Four is like a really heavy story about. <laughs> 
politics. Maybe he starts talking about politics <laughs> now. <but it's>, maybe <laughs> Slappy is like involved in like some government corruption. <laughs> <laughs> Please God. Oh my god, that, would be, that would, I would actually kill that and fucking hear that. Also, yeah, I, I'm sure you can't scare me again is about the dangers of uh, in, uh, technology on our lives <laughs> and how everyone shouldn't always be looking at their phones all the fucking time. These <laughs> <laughs> fucking kids. These fucking kids. <laughs> Speaking of what comes next, should we attempt to predict the plot of Monster Blood? Before that, let's okay. Ooh, okay. go ahead and do our next segment. Oh, right, 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 right. Alternate titles. Oh, God. All righty. Let's go ahead and start with me, I guess, since I constantly... Or did I I do it last time? Mario, you do it. I've got one. What do you got? Egad, bad dad. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's good. That's incredible. (laughs) I think that's the winner. I haven't even said anything. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to say anything. I can't even... Nothing's coming. No, that's great. That's perfect. Uh, Mine, I've got... You get real with it. Get real with it. I'll start start (laughs) bad. I'll start with my worst one. Dad's a (laughs) dirtbag. Ooh, dirty dad. Dirty dad. <laughs> uh, my my other one is uh, don't think about the basement. I like that. And uh, the last one is the adventures of Fatso and Dank Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> if that were the title and I got to reading the book, I'd be like, what the fuck? Based on the title, I did not expect <laughs> the book to turn out this. Um yeah, so I didn't do my homework. I didn't come up with any alternate <gasps> titles. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Um, off off my head, uh, no daddy no. Um, <laughs> uh, when's mom coming? <laughs> mom co- I know. When's mom uh, coming back would be good, though. Yeah, when's, when's mommy coming back? That's um, a good one. Like that's, that's pretty good, actually. Um, oh, I got one. Here, I'll, I'll mute myself so I can tell Rachel in private. Okay. Did you see Okay, uh, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, we can talk about the fact that the Japanese uh, name of the book is Sleep in the Basement. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that just makes me think of a parent telling, like, commanding me to sleep in the basement. And you can't come up, you can't have dinner. Sleep in the basement. Yeah. Okay, that ended that on a really bad note. Anyway, Because um... this story's so... It's hard. It's hard. Like, man, grappling with some tough stuff, episode two. Gotta say, gotta say, Jovial Bob, you didn't make it easy for us. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. (laughs) All right. And with that, let's go ahead and predict the twist. This is the segment where we use the title, cover, and tagline to predict what the next book will be about. Monster Blood is the next one. I gotta look at the cover. Yeah, let's go ahead and open the cover. It's a good cover. This is a good cover. Oh, this is fucking iconic. It's one of those iconic ones. All right. So this Goosebumps book, let me detail it. It's called Monster Blood. It's got a picture. It's a really nice picture. I really like this it one. Is, this is one of Zucabas' best, genuinely. Yeah, for real. Like This is a, a wooden staircase, like a traditional wooden staircase with a little carpeted middle section. And all the way down the stairs, there's this green, goopy, obviously monster blood and the creepiest part about it there are there is a pair of glasses that seem to be melting into the blood and the tagline 
is it's a monster blood drive <laughs> so this is this is when the uh taglines become shit posts like right here yeah that's nothing that's nothing <laughs> that's, at all. Absolutely that's absolutely nothing awful so let's go ahead and who knows what this book is about i don't know i have no I idea i do you both don't okay uh, let's go ahead and get mario's thoughts first okay i am going to assume oh man it's monster blood drive monster blood <laughs> so all right let's oh let's get wide with it let's say that um okay 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 there's there's no way there's a there's a blood drive there's no way there's actually a blood <laughs> in this book i would be shocked if there was a blood in this book but let's go with it there's a blood drive okay I guess it's four monsters. I guess it's four monsters. Maybe monsters are dying. They need the blood <laughs> to live. And so they're trying to get it. But then again, why is it coming down the stairs? So, oh no, they're keeping it in the attic for future use. Mm. And oops, uh, some kids, some neighborhood rowdies, probably Kevin, get in there <laughs> and, and mess it all up. God and it, it starts Kevin. leaking. And maybe it melts uh, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> no, grandma. Grandma, no. Hijinks ensue. Hijinks, Hijinks ensue. ensue. <laughs> or I could say it's monster uh, jizz. I could say that. But I, I, yeah. I know that it's not. I mean, maybe it's Gak? Maybe it's Nickelodeon Gak? It looks true. like Gak. It could be Gak. All right, Rachel. You've had enough time. I Okay, so I feel like I'm cheating because I'm looking at both covers. And, and then on the original eh. scary one, it's it's really creepy. It's just this green ooze going downstairs. Yep, yep. And the second one, it's not creepy at all. It's just this gack monster <laughs> coming out of a trash can with, like, hockey sticks or something and a baseball bat. Wait, can I see it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's the new cover for the new yeah. uh, classic Goosebumps And these are on run. the Kindles that I keep buying. Um, and so Not as good. Not yeah, as good at really, all. Yeah, really, seriously. Um, it, just, it makes me think there's just going to be like a slime monster that's, I don't know, terrorizing the neighborhood. As for the twist, um, <laughs> Grandma did it. <laughs> Grandma, made the, Grandma made the monster ooze. In the basement. Uh, uh. Arlstein was already like, oh my god, I'm fucking already running out of ideas. (laughs) Don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. More green blood. (laughs) Okay, here's my prediction. Okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a 12-year-old and an (laughs) 11-year-old. Cheater. Cheater. (laughs) And they're going to be roughhousing in the attic. And then one of them gets hurt. And they're bleeding, but it's not red blood. It's green blood because, twist, they're a monster. Ooh. Good. I know that that's not it, but. (laughs) But that sounds very possible. Wouldn't it be nice? Uh, The alternate title is, uh, my kid brother is a fucking monster. (laughs) (laughs) I wish wish Goosebumps books would have My younger, immature brother who won't ever grow up and is a total dick is a monster. My very annoying 11-year-old brother. Let's just get that out of the way. My shit-ass, pranky, fucking dumb fuck brother. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's the the twist. Uh, This is a book where the younger brother is a total shit and keeps jump-scaring the older sister to the point where the older sister, like, shoves him down the fucking stairs. (laughs) And then he explodes into green slime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God! This is the secret world of Alex Mack! (gasps) Oh, shit, you're right! (laughs) 